What up, what up, what up? Last day right here on the Coach JB Show, CoachJBStore.com, 20% off. Make sure you head on over there. This is the last day. 20% off is up and running. So I appreciate you guys. Welcome into the Coach JB Show right here on YouTube every morning, 6 a.m. Pacific. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, lots to discuss today. We're going to break into uh, this whole skip and Shannon Sharp beef. Are they done? I'm going to get into Dak Prescott. Can he beat the Bucks in Tampa, which it looks like that's where he's headed. And is Carr done? Is Derek Carr done? Devontae Adams speaks up. We're going to break that down. Sam Howell gets the nod in Washington. What the fuck happened to Heineke? And the Lakers beat Miami without LeBron and AD. Will the Bills fucking play this week? All this is brought to you by betonline.ag and candidatecbd.com. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off welcome bonus. All things betting this weekend. Basketball, football, all things. Uh, we're going to break all things down. And our new sponsor, Kionis Builds. Go on, check them out on IG. They build the bars in our, in our new studio and in my cigar lounge. And they do a great job. Kionis Builds. Go follow them on IG if you ever need a build, a build out a bar, any type of cabinetry. Go check him out. Q-U-I-N-O-E-Z. Builds. B-U-I-L-D-S. On IG. Check him out. Um, and go get you some fresh, clean dip at CanadaDipsCBD.com. Matt McChesney joins me today. Uh, we're going to break that all things down football-wise. And Sean Salisbury and I had our second install of the 2023 year last night on Last Chance Q. We broke down a little bit of Daniel Jones and Mac Jones. We're going to do that again um, tomorrow, not tonight. Uh, there's no game tonight, so we're going to take it off because he's got to call a, a 49ers deal. And... Um, I'm going to break down Daniel Jones in totality today. I'm going to break him down a little more uh, so I can rewind and stop it for you because I had all kind of shit going on last night during the show that Sean had to run for me. So uh, with all that being said, I'll see you on the other side. Appreciate you guys. Peace. button subscribe become a member uh prayers continue to go out for the hamlin kid uh his, apparently his uncle had a zoom meeting with the buffalo bills yesterday the entire team kind of give him some comfort uh as you know we are in a society where you always need comfort now you always got to feel updated you always got to feel secure uh there is no more fucking just live life and go about your business um, oh, we're going to dive into this deep too. And you know, people are going to be mad at me. Um, but I'm the only one that'll tell you the real. So we're going to get into it. Uh, before we get started, let's get into, uh, 
Let's get into the quote of the day. Um, the one who falls and gets up is much stronger than the one who never fell. Let that sink in real quick. I'll say it again for the people in the back if you didn't hear me. The one who falls and gets up is so much stronger than the one who never fell. Please let that resonate. Uh, I don't know if any of you even understand or grasp it, but some of you guys need to develop some fucking tough skin. I'm sorry. A lot of you guys have no fucking idea what adversity really is because you allow your kids to beg, choose, and decide what the fuck you eat for dinner at night, where the fuck he can or she can go and can't go, and you've given them the keys to the vehicle that they never have even learned how to drive. They can't even fucking parallel park yet. They can't change a fucking brake pad and change their oil. But you've given them the keys to the fucking Benzo, the Ferrari, the Lambo. And now these motherfuckers think they run the world. You wonder why the transfer portal is so fucked up. But we're going to, you know, we're going to get into all that. Um, we're going to get into all that. Uh, contrary to belief, brought to you by CandidatesCBD.com. Um, let me get into some of these things. A wise man can always be found alone, while weak men will always be found in a crowd. Is this not the realest shit you've ever heard right there? Why do you think I built a cigar lounge in my house? Why do you think I built a fucking as much shit as I can done my outside so I don't have to fucking go nowhere. I can just chill with my dog. I don't want to be around you motherfuckers. I don't want to be around fake motherfuckers. I want to be around real cats. So guess what? I'll have real cats over at my crib and I'll have everything we need to, that's out there. Fuck, fuck going to cigar bar. I got it right here. Fuck going to a bar. I got it right here. Fuck going to a theater. I got it right here. So, hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, I'm just telling you, wise men can always be found alone. I love being alone. Shit. Never alone when you got some dogs around you, just so you know. D-A-W-G-S. Um, only those who care about you can hear you when you're quiet. Let that shit resonate. Only the real ones that care about you can actually hear you while you're quiet. Because sometimes when you're quiet, you know damn well you're struggling. You're down and out. You're fucking miserable. Whatever it may be, your real ones will say, dog, you straight? You good, homie? You, you, people realize. The ones that don't say shit, they don't understand you because they don't give a fuck. But a lot of you don't understand that shit. Uh, life's biggest tragedy is that we get too old soon. We get old too soon and wise too late. That is the life's biggest tragedy, in my opinion. We age so fast, but we don't get smart until it's too fucking late. Because all you fucks know everything. You motherfuckers all know every goddamn thing. You think you know everything because Twitter said so. Because Netflix said so. Because your fucking, your, your favorite star that you follow, who's a fucking shitbird, said so. I'm just telling you. I've seen motherfuckers post, man, this podcast is the shit. Not mine. I'm talking about another one. Uh, I'm just talking about people in general. They talk about certain things. But 
your homie has a show. Why are you not watching his show? See, motherfuckers always will support a motherfucker they have no idea on how to even talk to. They'll never even meet them, but you'll buy their Jordans. You'll buy a motherfucker's Jordans. You'll buy a motherfucker's T-shirt. You'll buy a motherfucker's jersey. But you won't even support your own homeboy that used to let you sleep on his fucking couch. Just let that sink in. That's why I fucking build my own shit and stay to my motherfucking self. But a lot of you motherfuckers are so thirsty, you got to go be around a bunch of motherfuckers to feel good. Fuck that. You know how many times? This weekend is the National Coaching Convention, the AFCA in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've been to 19 straight AFCAs until last year. I didn't go to the COVID shot deal. And um, then last year was in Nashville, or I don't know where it was. I didn't go because I was like, dude, I'm not going anymore. But the last couple that I've been to uh, since the show aired, I, I can't even walk around in there. And it's all good. It's all good. I love talking to coaches and people are friendly and all that shit. It's all good. I don't care if they weren't, but I'm just saying it's all good. But I've been getting blown up. Coach, are you coming to the convention? Love to hear you come talk. No, I'm not going. I don't want to be around bottom-feeding fucking leeches. I don't want to be around some of these fake motherfuckers who will stare you in the face, laugh, smile, and then turn around and stab you in the fucking back. I don't want to be around it. So no, I built a fucking cigar lounge at the house. I ain't going to fucking Charlotte. But anyway, um, it is what it is. Poll question, can Dak Prescott beat the Bucks in Tampa? Drop your, drop your thoughts down there uh, below. Uh, we're going to get after this show today. Um, sorry, I haven't looked in the uh, chat yet. So appreciate everybody being in here. Um, all you guys, appreciate everybody. I love the women in the chat. I do. I appreciate you guys all coming in. Chris Farmer says, so are you on skip side? Yeah, I am. I, I, I love people that stand by their conviction. I love people that they, that stand by their conviction, Chris Farmer. Uh, whether you're right, wrong, or indifferent, I love people that actually stand by it and don't fucking apologize because somebody told them to. Yeah, so I like you to stand by and fucking get after it. Fernie Cerritos, what up? What up? Um. Sean O'Connell, Atlanta, ATL in the house. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Hit the like button, subscribe. If you're not a member, become one. $1.99 a month, man. You spend more than that on fucking Starbucks every day. Stop fucking playing. Matt McChesney's going to call in later on. Join me. We're going to break down this Shannon Sharp skip uh, Bayless deal. Um, and so much more. I got so much more for you. Uh, just real talk banter. I don't really have a script for today or anything like that. We're just going to chop it up and... Uh, I'm going to be by myself for the most part. Adam Pacman Jones is going to join us today. He's in the Bahamas. He can't get the right connection and set up. He's going to try to join us next Monday when he's back in the States. Um, and then Jason Hart, former NBA uh, Syracuse Orangeman basketball hooper. He's going to join us as well next week. Uh, been in talks with uh, both of those guys. Great dudes I know for a while now. So we'll have them on. Uh, plus, Akeem Ayers, one of my former players, Super Bowl champ with the uh, – New England Patriots, UCLA Bruin, outside linebacker, uh, kid I've raised and coached uh, since he was a little kid. He'll be on the show at some point uh, in the recent, soon to come, uh, 
Soon to come date. Uh, I'll give to you all that. Plus a lot more people that we're working on trying to get on the show. But I just wanted to start the year off on uh, having the regulars on like Steve Kim and Chase and Matt and Zach and just get after this real talk banter that so much so many people are lacking uh, or thereof, lack of thereof, don't talk about. Um, the Twitter blue people uh, fucking are absolutely killing me, uh, people. I don't know if you realize they are absolutely fucking killing me. Um, can't wait to talk about this 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 Skip Bayless thing. Wait till I show you something. Uh, the Twitter blue people, there's two types. I don't know if you guys realize. There's two types of Twitter blue people. There's the fucking straight up following bottom feeder dick rider who wants to be so fucking cool that has 39 followers and spent the $8 and became verified. We got that Twitter blue. And now I'm noticing we have another Twitter blue who actually have a decent following. They've got 5,000 or 7,500 followers or 8,900 followers, just the three that have recently popped in my uh, DMs here on Twitter. So I'm thinking, okay, let me look at it. Let me hit their little blue check mark now. So now you got to hit their blue check mark, see what they are, right? So now you have the 5,000 follower or, or more guy also buying the blue. Because these are the guys who could even be worse than the 39 follower guy who buys the $8 blue. These guys actually think they are somebody. <laughs> they think they have 5,900 followers, so they should have already been verified legitimately before the Twitter blue. So they think they're vindicating themselves when they sleep at night. This allows them to sleep at night. They buy the $8 blue. <laughs> I'm probably talking to some of you, man. I'm sorry that you feel offended, but you know damn well I'm being honest. You motherfuckers really think you're somebody because you have 7,900 followers. I don't give a fuck about followers. I wish I had no followers. I can't wait to get off fucking Twitter and social media. I want to make enough money to fucking disappear from social media. I'm going to have a social media platform just for my homies and the people in this chat that I love. And you guys have been A1, day ones. I'm going to have that. A JB uh, social media where all the people that I know are legitimately in real folks. Even Bruce Helms can jump in there. I want to have a real fucking deal. I don't need this fake fucking everyone wants to be a part of the fucking cruise. Keep up with the Joneses. I got 7,900 followers. I should have been verified. So fuck it. Why not buy the $8? Nobody will know. Yeah, we actually do know. And to me, that's even worse than the 39 follower fuck. Because he already knows he's a nobody. And I, I, let me say nobody. I don't, I'm not saying humans are nobodies. These guys all are somebody. Hopefully they can contribute to the fucking fucked up world we have, even if they have no following. I don't give a fuck about your following. I know a lot of people that aren't even on social media that are real ones that refuse to go on, and I appreciate it and respect it. The thing that I don't like is if you are going to be on there, then be have some humility about yourself. Just It is what it is. My boy Spree don't give a fuck. He just... Post one time fucking every two weeks. He don't have no following. He's like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. I don't even know how to work it. 
He's not getting Twitter blue. He don't give a fuck. I, I'm just saying, why are we so fucking enamored by trying to fit in with something that we're not? You're not. You're not going to be able to call up LeBron. You're not going to be able to DM LeBron. <laughs> because you have a blue check, you're going to think I'm going to be able to get a hold of somebody. These guys that got blue check marks think they're the next fucking J Jake Paul. I'm just telling you right now, they think they're the next YouTube sensation. I'm telling you, this is the mindset of these fucks. Um, I'm just telling you, that's what it is. <sighs> Bitch made cats. Uh, I'm telling you, no doubt about it. Uh, appreciate all you guys, man, in the chat. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, the Texas A&M Aggies continue just to look shitty on all fronts. Their basketball team forgot their jerseys last night, and they got teed up before playing Florida. So they were already down before... Um, they were already down before the fucking game started. They got to shoot technicals, Florida did, and were up 2 nothing or whatever. Devontae Adams wants to return and be in the loop in, in Vegas for the Raiders. After he came out and saying, I don't care about this team. I came here for Derek Carr. Now you benched him and, and he went home. I'll go back to Green Bay. Well, now he's changed and he's saying, I want to be here in the loop. I want to have a situation. I want to be in the the quarterback room when you guys make the signing. You know why? Because I think Aaron Rodgers is coming to Vegas. I think Devontae knows that, and they've talked. And I think it was all it was a big ploy the whole time. That's just me. Devontae Adams all of a sudden wants to be in the loop. How, how ironic it takes a few days to get over the fact that Derek Carr is so shitty and you knew it the whole time. You just had to let him off quietly and nicely and seem like you're his homie because you went to college together. So you had to say, man, fuck this, man. You did my boy wrong. But now, as the dust has settled, you got a second. You got a different opinion now and take on shit because you know probably – and Rogers is coming, and you're like, fuck it. I'm going to stay here in the warm weather in Vegas and close to home, and Aaron can come back to the West Coast, and we'll stay here in uh, Vegas and ball out, try to keep uh, Jacobs here, right? That's what y'all are going to do. So stop playing. Stop fucking – stop believing the bullshit. And you know fucking well Devontae Adams knows Derek Carr is garbage. And he had a record, an uh, all-time receiving record in – Vegas with a shitty quarterback. Think about how good Devontae Adams really is. He has to be a top three guy um, in the league, if not the best. I just see certain things he does with his size is, is, is unbelievable. He's the young Mike Evans, by the way. He is the more twitchy, the faster. Um, he is probably, they're both really, they're large for wideouts. Uh, Devontae's big fucking huge wide receiver by the way um so that's something you guys need to kind of look at and then uh jake paul signs a pfl contract hector and wido probably know what that is more than i do i have no fucking idea i guess it moves him into the mma 
So whatever that means, I have no idea. I don't even watch this shit. I don't know who Jake Paul is or John Paul or whoever the other brother is, whoever the fuck they are. I have no idea. Bobby Wagner says Pete Carroll and the Seahawks gave up on him in a latest report and news article. Um, he is now a Raider. He's from Ontario, California, right up the street from me. And Bobby says that uh, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks gave up on him. Um, I, I don't like the fact that you say this shit a year later. I like Bobby. I think Bobby's a hell of a linebacker. I think he's uh he's he's been in the league a long time and he's always been a hundred tackle a season guy. I like Bobby and I just don't like that you come in after the fact. I don't like that you come in after the fact and bash a program or a, or an organization or a coach. Just keep it quiet, dog. It is what it is. You got people move on. They they moved on from Russell Wilson, dog. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Dennis Schroeder leads the depleted Lakers to a victory over the Miami Heat without LeBron and AD. Big win on, uh, for the Lakers last night. Uh, the Lakers are one game out of the play-in, the fucking ultimate trophy handout. Fucking now we everybody has to get a trophy now, even in the NBA. NBA, we have to fucking get a we have to have a trophy handout. Oh, we got to have more teams in the playoffs. It's, we got to have more participants. We got to give everyone a trophy, man. And fuck, get the fuck out of here. That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother situation. Um, we're going to break that down here uh, later. Um, I got to I gotta break something down. Um, I can't show the big screen, but I cannot stand the fucking people who set up their camera on the fuck? They set up their camera phone and they're getting it ready so they can film them working out. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. I gotta, I gotta put the camera up, set it up so I can go work out. Oh my God, dude. I saw this video that I have to share with you guys. I have to share. I'm sorry. But please take a look. I think this should happen to every single motherfucker who sets up a camera to film themselves working out. I can't wait. I want to, I, you got to see this shit. Um, it is the greatest video ever. Ah, <laughs> uh, she got fucked up. And that's what the fuck you get. You're so worried about being cool on camera, motherfucker. That's what your ass gets. I wish every single one of the motherfuckers who wants to be cool and film their motherfucking selves working out. That should happen to them every time. Hey, Chris Farmer, I hope she's not okay. I hope she's fucking not okay. So she don't ever have to fuck. I don't ever have to see her fucking dumbass again. Fuck that shit. Quit fucking sticking up for these dumb fucking humans. That's why we're fucked up. If you can't be humble and learn from that shit and stop doing dumb shit, then you're fucking ignorant. Come on, Kaiser. 
Come on, Kaiser, stop making fucking excuses now for the motherfucker. Is it wet? Is, is she slip and fall? Can we sue? Uh, motherfucker, uh, is it wet? Uh, fuck out of here, is it wet? I don't give a fuck if it's wet. I would have fucking made it wet. If I'd have known that dumb motherfucker was trying to film that shit, I can't stand that fucking workout shit. I cannot, all for retweets and likes, dog. All for retweets and likes. I'm just telling you. Come on, Jamel. These motherfuckers ain't making no money. You think that broad is making money doing that? Get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> Kanye, it wasn't her that had the ass. She had no ass. She had a white girl ass. The girl in the back had chunky, wonky, wonky. She had ass in the gray, if you peep it out. And I know that's all you work out for. Let me ask you this. Kanye noticed that. Kanye Gardner in the chat here, and my boy, he, he's in the chat, and he saw that ass, and he had to look at that. That's all he looked at. All guys are looking at. Did, I want this to be a... I want this to be a disclaimer, ladies. I want you to know this is coming from a good dude who has a, no sexism in them. I want to, I'm no weirdo pervert shit. I'm telling you as a friend and a giving you some advice. Guys are there to see you in your tight ass fucking gear. So your ass and titties are out. We're there to look at your tight ass gear. I'm I'm letting you know, like, my girl ain't going to fucking 24-hour fitness wearing that shit right there. I'm sorry. So they're not. Why can't you guys understand? If they are looking at you, there's a reason. And it's your fault. Oh, well, the, the guy don't have to be a creep, though, coach. No, he doesn't. But by nature, he's going to look. Because your titties and ass is out. Sorry. If guy walked in and he has a fucking Speedo on, you're looking at him. Just what it is. It's human nature. Let's just be honest. So now it is a attention-seeking thing. Girls don't go to work out. They go to show out. Let's keep it real. They don't go work out. Come on, man. They go to show out and film it like that dumbass, and that's why she fucking ate shit. Keep it real. Oh, man. Some of you guys in the chat are unbelievable. You already know that I'm being honest, though. That's the cold part about it. Lucy, Bree, all you guys, let me know what the deal is. And look. I get it if you want to wear something that's comfortable. I get that's the number one thing out of the women. It's comfortable. No, it ain't. There's no fucking way that your whole asshole is out in a G-strap and it's comfortable while you do squats. Don't fucking lie to me. Come on, man. Come on, Lucy. Hey, Lucy, you could see Lucy says there's no men at the yoga and the Pilates. See, that makes sense. Then you, you know, you, you can wear whatever. But come on, be real. Be real. Lucy, I want to know. That's, you know, that's real shit. They don't go to work out, they go to show out. Coach Sapp, Brock Purdy ain't winning a game in the playoffs. Book it. Marquez, Marcus Cruz talking shit. 
Um, Bree said, I don't go work out. Ah, my thing is, no, nah, you can't hate a woman for trying to look sexy, uh, but you can't blame a man for looking. I agree. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Don't get mad at the guy. He's not necessarily a pervert. Now, there is some weirdo fucking creeps out there that are going to look all crazy at you. That's why I don't even give you the chance. That's why I don't even want to give you the chance. But listen, if the sexy broad did what she just did and fell down face first, that ain't sexy any fucking way. I'm going to laugh at her. I'm going to sit back. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. I'm literally going to laugh like that. <laughs> fuck the Raiders, Jill Marino, Gil Marino, whatever the fuck your name is. Shut the fuck up. Raiders can eat a dick just like you can, motherfucker. Shut your soft ass up. You motherfuckers on Instagram are unbelievable. I love what well, I told you motherfuckers the other day. Motherfuckers can't listen. They're not smart enough to listen. They do, they do just like they did Bart Scott. As soon as they hear a trigger word, they go with it and they run with it. And everybody on Instagram thinks that I said that Stidham was going to beat the Niners. But go back and watch the fucking video. Motherfucker, I never said they were going to beat the Niners. I said Stidham looks better than Carr, and this is how a quarterback's supposed to be. But everybody's saying, that aged well. That tweet didn't age well. That shit didn't age well. Well, actually, it aged perfectly well, you dumb motherfucker, because you don't know how to read, write, listen, or fucking comprehend what the fuck's being said. You just so quick to reply because you're a fucking idiot. The Raiders are fucking shitty. Get over it, motherfuckers. Chris Farmer said, I'm on Shannon's side. Skip was wrong. Really? So you have a factual, concrete evidence that Skip was wrong. So let me ask you this. This show is positive, Matthew Rosamilowski, whatever your fucking name is. This is the most positive fucking show in the world. Do you want you want me to get on my knees and fucking pray Humbaika and fuck whatever they call that shit? You want me to get on my knees and ooh, you want me to cry for you, motherfucker? Is that what you're gonna have? Is that a more friendly environment? Is this not a safe space for you, Matthew? Are you in a are you in an uncomfortable situation being on this show? Then you should leave, motherfucker. <laughs> You should fucking go somewhere else where you feel more safe. Sorry. I can't. You motherfucker, man. I can't believe some of you motherfuckers really think that a raised voice or a curse word is a fucking unsafe situation. It's unbelievable. Those are the only situations I want to be around. I want to be in the barbershop yelling and cussing at motherfuckers get into real talk banter. We're not in there pulling out straps and fighting. We're in there talking shit and laughing. But see, the soft motherfuckers can't grasp that. See, this show is positive because this is a real escape. See, this is reality show. Your life is fucking fake. Sorry. This is a documentary. Your, your life is a reality show, bro. Sorry. It's scripted. 
You scripted your shit. I don't script my shit. I don't script this shit. So I'm sorry you feel unsafe because it's not a positive show for you. <laughs> well, hey, 400 people are in here already 30 minutes in and they think it's okay. So fuck it. Let's keep it rolling. I got I to gotta show something before I get into Sam Howe. Um, I got to show this video, man. It's kind of alarming. I'm not in this conspiracies. I don't want to break this conspiracy shit down, but we do have a lot of people that are falling out. Um, and this video, you're not going to hear any sound. Uh, I don't want to get tagged, but I want you to see this video. If you haven't seen it already, it's labeled falling like flies. And it's showing a bunch of athletes just absolutely falling out with heart and chest pains. Um, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. I'll give you uh, the link uh, later on. Um, but if you can see it, hopefully you can see it and take a look. These are people dropping like flies. I'm sorry that it's small. But this is some crazy videos uh, that I got. And uh, it is referees, every single person on this video apparently according to the producer of the video has taken the shot so i'm just throwing this out there i'm not that guy to come out and say this is the shot all oh, because of the shot i don't know if that's the case all i know is this this has never happened like this before i've never seen this many athletes absolutely just falling down that was the head coach in uh basketball at Creighton University he fell out and I don't like how they're shaking and mostly is soccer which I said the other day it's soccer because their heart never stops they're consistently running and soccer players I'm telling you way before the fucking the shot you could go back and find soccer players falling out for a long long time so let's not just start blaming everything on the shot okay of course this is the latest one um that happened. And that right there is a uh, Morsha Cordio, uh, I believe, where the an air bubble was right in his aorta valve when he got hit. And that's what I think happened to our, our young kid, Hamlin. So I'm not here ready to fucking anoint the shot for every single thing. But I do know that we're seeing that shit at all time high. And it's kind of just disturbing watching that. It's kind of disturbing to see that shit. And, uh, crazy yeah it's pretty alarming i'd go look that shit up it's pretty crazy it's small on my screen because i can't make it big for the show so i apologize um sam howe is going to get the start uh for the cowboys um Hector, maybe you can join the show here this morning and give us some picks uh, coming up this week. We got to get into some betting uh, aspects of this thing. Uh, when football ends, we got to do a betting show together. We got to get you on here on a daily basis and talk about the other things that are going to be played out. Um, especially, I, I know when basketball is going full go and football ends, and plus baseball will be back, spring training. Um, what happened to Heineke? Why is Heineke gone all of a sudden? I think there has to be some type of beef going on. Why is Heineke all of a sudden just been removed? I don't understand why Taylor Heineke has absolutely just been removed. Um, 
I don't understand what happened, Alan. I, this motherfucker was six and two or five and two as a starter. What? Why all of a sudden that energy that won those five games in a row just disappeared? Something has to be going on. And now I wanna I wanna break down this 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 topic. Okay, I wanna break down this topic. Marcus Cruz said Sam Howell is a baller, coach. So, just with that blanket statement, he's a baller. How do you know? See, that's the thing about it. How do you know? I'm so over the fucking quick anointing of every single fucking thing that we see today. How the fuck do you know Sam Howell's a baller? He ain't fucking played it down yet. So, I will bet you $100, Marcus, Let's bet a hundred dollars that he's another shitty ass fucking performance this weekend. He don't know what the fuck's about to hit him in the mouth. And if you want to take the bet, let me know. Let's bet he looks like hammer's shit. And he's gonna be another one who don't know who the fuck the side adjust is, where the set to protection, and who the fuck is hot. You wanna bet? You want to bet he looks like absolute shit because the Washington team is out of it. They have bowed out. They are lost interest in Ron Rivera. They lost respect for starting fucking Wentz over Heineke last week, from what I hear from some players, that this is a lost locker room. And I hate to hear that from Ron Rivera because I like Ron Rivera. But I'm just telling you right now, Sam Howell, we haven't seen Sam House since fucking college in North Carolina who ran nothing but triple and RPO. How the fuck do we know he's getting good? We got to stop anointing these fucking dudes until they play a few seasons, not a few games. Brock Purdy is trending as the next so-and-so, as the next so-and-so. Homie, he's played four fucking weeks. Wait until the playoffs figure Brock Purdy out, and then you're sitting there like, damn, Coach J.B. called another one out. He said that Purdy was going to be the reason the Niners don't win a playoff game. But what do I know? Now, the Niners very well could win a playoff game because they're better than the fucking team they're going to play. I don't know who they're going to get in the first round of the NFC. Could get Minnesota. I fucking hope they can beat Minnesota. Um, But... I don't see the Niners making this deep-ass run with Brock Purdy at quarterback. I'm telling you, wait till defensive coordinators have enough film to evaluate, which they do now, and they're going to start scheming Brock Purdy in the NFL playoffs, just like they scheme Lamar Jackson, just like they scheme fucking all these other guys that you think are so great, and then they sit there and struggle in the fucking crunch time because the lights get too bright. Or you simply don't have the it factor like the Dak Prescotts of the world who struggle in the playoffs no matter what. And I would argue that Aaron Rodgers is in that same boat. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers has the ultimate it factor. He definitely does not have the it factor that Tom Brady possesses. Now, he has all the skill in the fucking world. Aaron Rodgers is the best ball spinner of all time. He can spin it with anybody. Can't get past the 49ers. He should have two or three Super Bowls. Then we'll be talking about Aaron Rodgers as one of the greatest of all time. But he can't get over the hump and beat you when it matters. And 
I don't believe he's going to have any pressure on him this week versus Detroit. I expect him to ball out and beat Detroit. I would probably pick him as my draft quarterback, fantasy quarterback. I believe they beat the shit out of Detroit. I believe that Jared Goff struggles because he don't have the it factor. He lacks it in big games. That's a fucking given. I broke him down the other night with Sean Salisbury. Jared Goff struggles in big-time crunch situations, just like Cousins does, just like a lot of these guys do. So I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers getting in the playoffs, and I'm not going to be surprised if Aaron Rodgers wins a game or two because Watson is balling. He's a freak. Allen, Watson reminds me of Carrion Parker, KP. He reminds me of KP. Um, he reminds me of Carrion Parker. Watson does. He's 6'4". He's fucking 4'3", four, 4'4", four, four, four guy. He could blow the top off. He's a guy that reminds me of Carrion Parker. Uh, but anyway, I think Aaron Rodgers getting comfortable with those wideouts are going to be a problem. And I don't know if anybody wants to play this Green Bay team right now. If they get Aaron Jones running downhill and the secondary starts to lock up wide receivers like they have, uh, I don't know, dog. And I don't know if you want to play Tampa right now. And Dallas looks like they're on path on a collision course to go play the Cowboys in Tampa in 70-degree weather in January. Who the fuck wants to play Tampa Bay and Tom Brady in 70-degree weather in January? Not Dak Prescott. So... I'm just telling you, what are the Cowboys going to do with Dak Prescott? If he loses another playoff game, do you continue to keep Dak Prescott as your quarterback in Dallas? If he cannot get another, if he can't win a playoff game, are you going to keep Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones? Are you going to keep Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones? I don't think you can. I don't think you can keep Dak Prescott if you're Jerry Jones. I don't think you can. Like, what is going to... Like, what are you hoping for? Are you wishing in one hand and shitting in the other one and see which fills up first? Why... Which one are you hoping for? That Dak one day is just going to trigger into the it factor guy that we all hoped he would be and going to lead us to a Super Bowl? Well, he hasn't even came fucking close yet. So when are we going to figure this out? When are we going to say enough is enough? The Raiders finally dropped their nuts and said it with Derek Carr. When are the Cowboys going to say it? Because Dak Prescott... Unless he goes on a Super Bowl run, gotta go. Does he not? Does he not gotta go? I'm just being honest. Tom Brady's never gonna get crushed in a first round playoff game, Texas flood. Sorry. He's never gonna get crushed in a Texas, in a first round game. The Bucs will never get crushed. Or Tom Brady will never get crushed. Has he ever been crushed in a first-round playoff game? He's not going to get crushed. If the Cowboys beat him, they're going to beat him late. Like the Rams beat him late when they won the Super Bowl. But he's not going to get crushed. Let's just keep it real. Come on now. Be honest. You know damn well he's not going to get crushed. Um, 
I got vivid cameras got set up yesterday. I got like nine cameras around the house, put it in the cigar lounge, outside the house, all over, hid the fuck out of them. They're like these high quality HD cameras. Um, shout out to my man that uh, hooked me up with the vivid uh, camera situation. It was, it was, a, it was a ultimately on the worst possible day ever to have it installed because I had a million things going on. So I was an asshole to everybody and I don't apologize at all. Um, but so far, I like the setup. It looks okay. I got to, I get this fucking whole thing in my kitchen. It's on the wall. I can scroll through and look at all the cameras. I got security on all the doors. Uh, I like it. It looks sexy, at least. So we'll see how it goes. I, I really didn't need it or care for it. But you know what? Fuck it. I, uh, I got it, and I like it. So shout out to uh, Vivint for hooking it up. Um Hector, I don't know what Jake Paul signing to move to the MMA means or not, but what the fuck is that? What does that do? I don't know. I don't really give a fuck. I don't watch it. Um, I don't even watch that shit, so I don't really know um, what that actually does. But let me stop this screen. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mail, mail's being stolen every fucking day. Every fucking day, the mail's been stolen, dog. Uh, the mail gets stolen every time, every day. Not like I don't know. I haven't even checked it, dog. But the the the, the post office and the cops and everybody else—they need to figure this shit out. They need to figure out not just here. I'm just talking in general. All I see on the Ring Camera app is mail being stolen. Yeah. PFL's garbage. Okay, see, I don't even know what the PFL is. I thought it was the Pussy Football League. I had no idea because I saw some shit with the Cleveland Browns, and I'm like, is that what the fuck is this? I I don't follow. I don't know shit about them, so I, you know, I'm just ignorant up here. Uncle of Hamlin has conference call with the Bills um, to tell him that he was hopefully, you know, I want to get into this. Uh, Matt's gonna join us here in a little bit. Um, they had a conference call from the hospital with the kid's uncle. And he basically came in and said, you know, he's getting better. He's still in critical condition. He's getting more oxygen on his own. Um, that gives the team some comfort um, that we now need so badly in today's society. So I, I God forbid, I hope the Bills can play this weekend against the Patriots. Um, if not, I, I'm just going to be honest. If they can't fucking play this weekend, dog, just forfeit the fucking season bills. I mean, I mean you're fucking up the entire league. I mean, when are we going to get over the fact that life moves on football needs to be played so that motherfuckers can actually get over the incident that occurred? Why are we so fucking scared to say it? Football needs to be played. Buffalo, you need to fucking play. Roger Goodell, you need to drop your fucking nuts. Chris Henry died in 09 and the Bengals played two fucking days later. We had a guy die on the field and finish the fucking game. When are we going to fucking stop being so scared and tell it like it is? Life moves on. 
I mean, are we going to fucking sit here and act like we aren't trying to ask the questions that I'm fucking saying right now? By the way, I'm so fucking tired of you soft fucking cunt pussies that want to throw Skip Bayless's weirdo shitbird ass under the bus. Understand what I just said. I don't like Skip Bayless. I don't give a fuck what Skip Bayless says. All I know is I respect the fact that he stood by what the fuck he said and told Shannon Sharp's bitch ass that I'm not going to delete my tweet. Fuck it. All I needed to hear. I don't even give a fuck what the tweet was about. But I love the fact that he said I ain't deleting shit. Love it. Love it. Let your old ass saggy nuts hang, Skip Bayless. I love it. But can anyone go research and fucking Google Scott Van Pelt, SVP, who we love and cherish so much on ESPN? Can some of you guys go watch what he said the fucking very night live on TV? Go watch SVP. Go Google it. I can't go. I can't pull it up. Go find it. SVP live after the incident said on TV verbatim. Shit, what a horrible situation. What is this going to do for the rest of the game and implications of the AFC? (laughs) Why has nobody brought it up? Why has nobody canceled SVP? Why has nobody talked shit about ESPN? But a few minutes later, Skip drops a tweet that says exactly what Scott Van Pelt just said live on TV, on a tweet, and you're trying to cancel that old motherfucker. Go fucking look it up. But nobody's talking about it. Nobody. See, Dana White hit his wife in exactly the right time, in the right fucking space, in the world's right fucking sun, where the sun meets the fucking moon, quasars and all that old shit, because nobody's talking about Dana White. Have you noticed? Everything's Hamlin, Hamlin, Hamlin. Everything in the world right now is Hamlin. ESPN starts off with Hamlin. I've yet to see the the owner of the fucking MC Shoe Guy be talked about as dying yet. Have yet to see him. Them ESPN mentioned his death. And nobody's talking about that. We talked about this yesterday. Why the fuck has nobody talked about his death? He died the same day Hamlin died. So I'm just, it it blows my mind that let's just keep it real and talk about the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room ain't the shot. It ain't the fucking Moderna. It ain't all this bullshit. The elephant in the room is, this is a white versus black issue. And we have to make this into race every fucking day. Something has to be made into race. Why the fuck is this such a racial thing now? Skip and Shannon Sharp are very, very petty, to say the very least. Why? So I spoke to Marcellus Wiley uh, yesterday. I got to see, I'm sorry, I got to see Marcellus Wiley drop a tweet or a video. I totally agree with what he said. And Marcellus was on my show, and what did he say? He kind of dropped some some breaking news on my show when he said he was leaving for certain reasons, right? Leaving Fox. It's two control freaks, Skip and Shannon Sharp, two control freaks 
who now have to fight for likes and retweets. Let's just keep it real. Shannon can easily run off into the sunset and do his own podcast, and Skip will stay at Fox. Let's just be honest. Marcellus Wiley left Fox for various reasons, fellas. Let's just keep it real. He wanted to say his own shit, his own opinions, and not someone else's corporate media opinions that are scripted. Skip saying that he won't delete the tweet is very commendable to me. And I agree with him. What he said was just insensitive to soft Americans. That's all it was. It wasn't nothing different than Scott Van Pelt, what he said live. Nothing. But yet we skip over Scott Van Pelt because the perception is reality and we like Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt is cool. He's the nice guy. People like Scott Van Pelt. He comes on late night after games and he interviews guys and everyone loves Scott Van Pelt. Let's just keep it real. People hate Skip Bayless and players and coaches hate Skip Bayless. So guess what? Soon as Skip Bayless said what I call a trigger word on Twitter, he was instantly fucking bashed and trying to get canceled. But Scott Van Pelt said the exact same thing. And nobody's talking about him at all. Nobody's mentioned Scott Van Pelt at fucking all. He said it live, though, fellas. Go look it up. But nobody's bringing it up. So I, I like Scott Van Pelt. I think he is cool. He's got swag. Everyone likes him. I like what he does. I do. But when you say the exact same thing as someone else, come on, dog. I, I got to keep it real. I don't care if I like you or don't like you. I don't like Skip Bayless, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to defend what is right. Let me ask you something. If you witness two people and walk into a liquor store, one of them you know and don't like, and you know for a fact that the other man that walked in there is the one that pulled the gun and shot the clerk, and you are in a lineup, are you going to pick the guy that actually pulled the trigger or the guy that you don't like? See, that's the question I have for you, soft fucks. Because in theory, in reality, right is right and wrong is wrong. I don't give a fuck if you don't like somebody. You're going to say that this motherfucker that you don't like is innocent. He didn't shoot the motherfucking clerk. I saw it. I don't like him. But guess what? Am I going to put him in jail for life for doing something he did not do? That is where we are on social media today. This is the way we think. This is the way we fucking think. So I'm just keeping it real. Like, let's be honest. I, I, I'm just confused, dog. I really am. Scott Van Pelt can say it live. Skip tweets it, and it's blown up, and it is what it is. But no one's talking at all about the fact that Shannon Sharp missed a day like a bitch-made cat, just to bash and blast Skip Bayless by himself, missed the whole workday, and everyone else is giving him a pass. Nobody wants to talk about that at all. Why nobody wants to talk about that? Why is nobody talking about Shannon Sharp missing a day of work? Because we know damn well he's a fucking bitch-made cat, and he didn't want to go in there. 
he wants to talk all begging bad that he played this and that and he grew up struggling with his brother and they str- so did I motherfucker shut up real is real though I'm the same motherfucker as I was living in the car. Are you the same motherfucker you were growing up in the fucking trash ass down south backwoods with your brother and your mama in a fucking no heated house? I We've seen the videos too. I got videos too. But are you the same dude as you were then? Fuck no, you're not. Because if you were, you'd be fucking standing by your boy Skip who's made you a lot of money and now has allowed you to go and do your own show. Just saying, just saying. And then we want to have all these guys, like Matt Barnes came out and talked about he saved Skip Bayless before from getting his ass beat by players and coaches. Man, I I like Matt. I'm cool with Matt and shit, but dog, miss me with that shit. Miss me with the tough guy act, dog. I, I just gotta be honest. Like the tough guy act shit is 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 old and it's it's fucking it's comical because none of you motherfuckers gonna do nothing. Keep it one hundred, man. None of you motherfuckers do nothing. I like Matt. I think he's real. And I think I think he'll, he, you know, he, he would fight your ass in an alley backed up. And he don't really give a fuck. Willie McGinnis just did it. And we don't know what's happening with Willie. NFL Network's got him suspended, I'm sure. I don't know what's happening with him. He beat a dude up on camera. Willie don't give a fuck. I've known Willie his whole life, my whole life. Willie don't give a fuck either. But what are we fucking doing here? Is it a white or black thing or is it a right or wrong thing? I'm confused. Did Skip say something insensitive at the wrong time? Maybe. But is it something worthy of cancellation? Like you bitch made cats like to do? And then Bart Scott gets it as well, which at least we're a fair opportunist, equal opportunist. Bart Scott gets the same shit because he just said T. Higgins. He didn't say T. Higgins dropped his shoulder intentionally and tried to kill this man. He didn't say nothing even fucking remotely close. But you spun T. Higgins. And then you got Micah Parsons coming out talking shit to Bart Scott. About this ain't T. Higgins fault. Like, dog, he never said T. Higgins fault. Again, the fucking era, the generation, dog, is so clickbaity. You motherfuckers take one trigger word and use it against anyone that says anything honest. So guess what? You're just going to live in a bubble, go on Twitter, and say everything that's, that's popular. Don't say anything truthful. Don't say anything honest. And don't ask anybody any fucking questions. Don't ask any questions because you will be bashed and canceled. So guess what? Just live in silence because they can't quote your silence, right? You can't quote silence. So, and you can't misquote silence. So I said, fuck it. If you can't misquote silence, just say quiet then. See, that's not me. I don't give a fuck. I'd rather, you can misquote me all you want because I just, I, 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 I don't want to give you bitch made cats the gratification or the satisfaction when my ass is buried face up so you all could fucking kiss it with your tongue motherfuckers i'm not giving you the instant the gratification 
or the satisfaction. I'm going to continue to let you fucking bitch made cowardly fucks know that you're all a bunch of cowardly keyboard fucking warriors who will never say a fucking thing in my face or any of these other people's face. And nobody fucking knows who you really are because you now have Twitter blue and you got a fucking check mark with 37 followers. Get the fuck out of here. You motherfuckers are unbelievable. Unfucking believable, man. Um, Michael Caulfield, I don't know whose yes daddy is, dog. You sound fucking weird as fuck. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna block you for that one. You just gave me some weird vibes on that. Um, I like girls calling me daddy, not boys. Um, so you gotta go bye bye, a weirdo fuck. Um, can the weirdo fuck in Miami get a win? Can he get a win? Uh, I don't know. Can he get a win? I'm not sure if he can get a win or not. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he can get a win. Um, I'm going to ask Matt about Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. We're going to see um, what he thinks about that. You know, I, I don't know. Um, Coach. Coach Sav said, Coach, please stop calling my man McDaniels a weirdo. He's solid. <laughs> he is not solid. Motherfucker's a weirdo. Coach, motherfucker's a weirdo. Uh, oh, I'm asking Matt about Bart Scott. Chris Farmer said, I treat fans bad. No, I don't. I treat them fair. See, another soft motherfucker, Chris Farmer. He don't know how to separate truth from his feelings. No, I treat him the same as I would treat anyone else that said some weirdo shit. Have I not? Anyone that knows me pretty much will know that I'm going to keep it the same with everybody. If fucking somebody came in here, Joe Accord called me daddy, I'm probably blocking him. Sorry. So... Miss me with the treating him bad shit. And guess what? If you're not a fucking member, you're not my fucking fan anyway, motherfucker. So shut the fuck up. You ain't a member, you're not a fan anyway. So miss me with the fucking bullshit. If you were a fan, you would fucking be a member. And then you would call in Chris Farmer and you would talk personally to me. But you won't do that because you won't become a fucking member because you're a cowardly fuck who don't want to be seen because we all know you're a fake Twitter blue guy. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Aiden Payne. It's time to become a fucking member. You've been in here long enough. Don't ask me, Aiden Payne. You've always been pretty decent in here. I don't want to fucking go off on you to talk to you about how to Google how to become a fucking member. We have 500 fucking members, dog. Come on. 500 members. You know damn well. Um, nah, man. I, I, comedy ain't my thing, you know? Comedy ain't my fucking thing. Um, comedy ain't my real thing. I don't really fuck with comedy. Uh, last day to go to coachjbstore.com, get you 20% off. 
last day today. You can get you 20% off. A uh, lot of things out there. Craig, Craig's World, shout out to you. Uh, here's Chris Farmer, Netflix coach. I, just so you know, before I block Chris Farmer, I've been coaching 20 years before Netflix. And I've won six bowls. I've sent 200 kids to college before Netflix. I sent probably 20 kids to the NFL before Netflix. I love when I hear I'm Netflix coach. No, your dick riding ass knows me from Netflix. Let's make sure we're clear. And it's a completely different situation. You know me from Netflix because you're a follower, like all the bitch made followers there is. And you know me from Netflix. Don't get it twisted, son. I've coached for 20 years before Netflix. You dumb fucking idiot, dick riding, bottom feeding fuck. Do you not understand that you should go in and Google my resume? But guess what? We can't find your resume because it don't fucking exist. It's at Walmart, motherfucker. The HR department at Walmart has your resume, Chris Farmer, or whatever your real name is. So how about you go fucking do that? How about you go to Walmart? Let me fucking find your resume at Walmart, you fucking dick rider. Matt, what's up? Morning. I uh, just talking to the dick riders. Uh, love them. Are their biggest fans. Um, I love when I'm called a Netflix coach. I'm like, well, actually, I coached 20 years before that and sent about 200 kids to college, 20 to the league. Uh, but you know me as Netflix coach because you're a dick riding follower who watches Netflix. I don't watch Netflix. I already knew I was a 20 year coach, um, beforehand. So, uh, you know, I love it. I love it. Um, what's up, man. Have you heard the latest, uh, we got a couple things to talk about. I want to get your take on Bart Scott. Uh, Bart Scott's being canceled on, tr he's trending as being canceled because apparently he used the trigger word that I like to use nowadays. I think there's trigger words. So when Matt goes on Twitter, I love when I see Matt's uh, rants to his kids. Go show, no fucking workout today. Show up and be fucking accountable and bring your ass here tomorrow. I don't care about the fucking snow. Whatever Matt says, he goes off, right? And I, I, that's what I do. So when I see these things, I'm like, fucking, that's right. That's what it should be. See, we have too many people now that run these situations like work, like training sessions like Matt runs and owns. Six Zero Academy. We got guys out here in California who will say, oh, man, please, uh, I know you missed today, but come back tomorrow strong. I know you, you. we need you back. No, we don't need you back, motherfucker. So I love the fact that Matt calls out his guys who are paying customers, just like I call out the chat in this room, who are paying or non-paying customers, because that's what we do. We're just a straight-up shooter. We don't give a fuck right or wrong or left and right or blue and red. Having said that, Matt said certain things in there that get grabbed because they're a trigger word, Matt. You said, quit being soft. Well, soft is the trigger word. They grab that and they retweet you and let's cancel 6-0. Matt needs to be canceled. He said soft, but he really just said, don't be soft. So Bart Scott said the word T. Higgins. He said the words T. Higgins. He did not say T. Higgins dropped his helmet and tried to kill a man. I could see that as being a fucking very, very bad and sensitive situation. But all he said was T. Higgins, when he was going, he dropped his shoulder 
And I believe that Roger Goodell is going to start looking into these situations more because of the horrific incident that occurred. People grab that trigger word and then they're blasting him out all over media. And I'm getting want to get your take on this Bart Scott thing, because I actually think Bart Scott's the only one with nuts on ESPN who will stand up to Stephen A and call him out. And I, I, I don't like the fact that we can't say anything anymore. And freedom of speech has been basically abolished. Yeah, the, the whole Bart Scott thing is, first of all, I think, like, blaming it on T. Higgins, there's no blame here. Um, football is to blame. It's just violent and shit happens. And, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, it's, it's what it is. Um, calling out T. Higgins is wrong, but at the same time, isolating Bart Scott for having an opinion on this matter is wrong also. So the only people that really know what's going on are the doctors, and they're not talking which is probably pretty smart on their end. Um, but the the media and the fandom and coaches and players, everybody's got an opinion on this, and there's no right or wrong opinions. And it's amazing to me which side of the aisle gets to make these, like, like canceled opinions and shit. Like, I, first of all, I don't know how you cancel someone. Like, ESPN would have to fire him to cancel him. You can not retweet his stuff all you want, but you weren't anyway in the first place, so what do we care? Um, it's kind of like when people say, like, oh, well, what happens if soccer moms start taking their kids out of football? And I go, well, they're called soccer moms for a reason, not football moms, so who gives a shit? Um, look, this situation, the, more it, the, the longer it goes on, the more people are trying to jump on it to float their own boat, if that makes sense. Like, you know how, like, Super Bowl dynasties, like the Cowboys back in the day and then the Broncos in the late 90s and Patriots, all those all those dynasties, all those media members all over the country now, if they were hubbed in one of those places and they were popular, you know, writing for a popular team, they're all over the country now. Schefter was with the Broncos and covering those teams. Now he's national, so on and so forth. So sometimes the story elevates the media personality. And I, there's a lot of folks that are trying to use this as that vessel. And that's, you know, that's just the nature of the business. It's what it is. So, you know, Bart Scott's opinion is what it is. I'm not mad at the guy for it. I think it's, I don't think T Higgins intentionally tried to hurt anybody. Just like, I don't think uh, Hamlin, you know, went in there maliciously and tried to tackle him hard and, and, you know, take him out of the game. So look, football's dirty. It's nasty. It's supposed to be. That's why we like it. That's why we play it. So people that don't understand it, you're not supposed to, bro. I don't understand how fucking the Marvel Universe works and shit and Star Wars, but I'll go watch it with my kids and enjoy it. So some of you folks just need to enjoy the products in front of you and understand that sometimes shit happens. And so Skip Bayless tweets out something that was probably to our new era, probably insensitive um, at the time, right? But I, I've, I've done some research and I've gone back and looked. Scott Van Pelt, literally, literally, I've been watching it all morning, on video, film, after the, right after the incident, said live on ESPN the exact same thing Skip tweeted. Before Skip tweeted it, he said, what implications does this have on the AFC and the playoffs moving forward right five minutes after the fact this kid was laying on in an ambulance? 
Why hasn't Scott Van Pelt taken any fucking heat? And why has ESPN not been taking any heat? But now, I don't like Skip Bayless. I don't give a fuck about Skip Bayless' old ass. I don't watch him. All I do respect that Skip Bayless is standing by his tweet. He said, Shannon Sharp, fuck you. I'm not deleting it. I love the conviction. I believe you and I both would respect that fact, regardless if we agree with what he said or not. Um, I just respect the fact that he's standing by what he said. I don't believe he said anything malicious. I think he said something that we now are so soft in society. We think it was insensitive. And I believe the fact that he is so hated by players and coaches, he is an easy target because of the trigger word that he used. And Scott Van Pelt is loved by so many. He gets a pass. Well, you agree or disagree? Van Pelt said it and Skip printed it. And when it's in print, you can just go back and look at it over and over again, and it's hard to deny. When it's in what's in real time on ESPN, people miss that, and nobody recorded it and posted it. So it kind of is what it is. Uh, look, Skip Bayless needs to understand the environment he lives in and the job he has. Uh, it, it was not the right time to go down that road. He should have saved that for his show and came up with the question on his show, you know, to have a conversation with Shannon. But then, you know, like Shannon is Shannon's playing the role too. He's going after Skip because it's popular to go after Skip. So tweets and relikes. Yeah, it's what it is. It's all clickbait. So it's look again, like I just said, this entire situation is going to be used as a vessel for people to push their own agenda and like so on and so forth. What they really should be talking about is, you know, I every one of these shows, this ours included, should be talking about, and I'm going to bring it up now, the fact that NFL players only get five years of, of health insurance post-career, you know, like five years into, into my retirement, they just pulled my health care. I've been trying to get my neurocog disability for like four years. I can't even get a fucking meeting with the NFL there. It's a, it's a clown show. So you play hard for a pension in this league and your pension isn't really worth the papers printed on to be completely honest with you. So the national football league is a big business and they're in the business of making money just like everybody else. And this hurts their bottom line, regardless of how many, you know, pray for three pictures they put out. Everybody in the league office is trying to figure out how they're going to play these games and how it's going to work. They're not going to forfeit week 18. They're not going to not play the playoffs. Like they're playing this weekend. Period. If Buffalo wants to <clears throat> wants to forfeit and give a win to New England and let them in the playoffs, I'm sure Bill Belichick will take that. He'll take it any way he can get it. So I understand that it is insensitive to talk about the business of football at this moment, but this is when you need to talk about it, when people's blood's up and when they're actually equipped to have the conversation and they can't just disregard it. Now you can't – when somebody's when an ex-player says to you like, man – you know, as an ex-player, you guys, fans, you know, I listen to people yell things like, you piece of shit, I could do that. What the fuck is your problem? Blah, 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 blah. And these kids get, get tore up and they get paid for it. But everybody in society makes money too. And I'm not out at yelling at them at the FedEx. So it's this situation. Hopefully it illuminates people to the fact that these are just dudes that are maybe bigger, stronger, and faster than everybody else. And we're gifted a little bit more and have something in their head that is, you know, 
privy to violence, and that's what football is. So if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it or support it, but it's not going to go anywhere. Like it's embedded in our society and it's part of, it's part of the American, you know, fabric. It's our game and people like it because it's violent and risky. That's why people skydive and cliff jump and fight and ride bulls and shit like that. I mean, it's, it's what it is. So it's, uh, this entire situation has become it's like a it's like who can who can pour more sympathy into the cup and then he's that person is righteous like trying to they're just trying to build up their you know stature off someone else's back and that someone else is Hamlin in the hospital so yeah i mean it's just it's it's amazing to me how fast it goes to look at me look look how i'm supporting the the kids that the kid that's hurt and before that, you probably didn't even know who the kid was. No, no doubt. I, th- this is the thing, too, that people don't want to talk about. Shannon Sharp has a f- podcast that's growing and being is, is getting very large because of his, who he is and his platform, and he's got the backing and the production. And he has these big-time people come on his show and drink whiskey, and they sit there and chop it up. And he goes and sees Dion live on his show at Colorado, and he does all these things. It was a good show. Do you not think that – He's worried about competing with the pivot and Ryan Clark and 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 those guys shows because this is all going to be ending soon. Fox isn't going to keep these guys forever. Max Kellerman broke up with Stephen A. Smith. This is going to be a breakup. And Marcellus Wiley, my good friend, left Fox for a reason because he wanted to have his own opinion without a production's fucking person's opinion. So I can see this being a let me get as much fucking clickbait as I can. I'm not going to go to work tomorrow. I'm going to let Skip Bayless look like an idiot clown show on camera so I can show up the next day where 99% of America don't have the luxury to miss work or you're going to get fired. Well, it so, seems like the only people that can take work off and get paid are Derek Carr and Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, but nobody wants to talk about that, though. Skip Bayless at least fucking showed up. I mean, I, I mean that's my thing. I give you credit showing your old ass, saggy nut ass up. I disagree with what he said. I thought it was really dumb, but the fact that he stands by it and he won't take it down, I like. I, I mean, me too. Me I, too. I like the fact that he's standing by what he said. And look, a valid question: How do you work the playoff seating if these guys don't play? That's what I'm saying. Why, no, why, is, what I'm why, why am I an asshole for asking that question? I've been asking it for two days. I'm just glad that we can ask questions now. I, I, well, first of all, we can't ask questions. You're going to get fucking, oh, you're canceled. You can't ask well, that I question. What, I don't know what being canceled means. So unless somebody's driving to Denver to shut me down, get fucked. Yeah, I don't even, I don't either. But I love the word cancel when I'm like, well, I'm going to keep saying what I say. And that's, I just disappear one day and you find me in a body bag. Then I've seen I'm canceled. Well, find me in Alaska, like posted up in a mansion. And you better have a lot of guns and people. Uh, People, but I'll take the guns. Yeah. I'm just talking about motherfucker that cancels me. Better have a lot of fucking guns and people. Um, I'm just going to be honest though. I got to be real. We can't ask questions no more, Matt, or you're a fuck stick. If you ask a question about anything, well, hey, Matt, let me, let me bring up some controversial topics real quick to you that we're going to, that I'm going to probably take heat on Twitter later for. So please, uh, you know, I know you'll retweet it. Um, so look, uh, what the fuck? The uncle of Hamlin had a conference call with the Buffalo bills yesterday giving him some comfort, letting him know he's starting to breathe on his own more comfort. Great. Everyone's been praying for him. Everyone's been 
in his thoughts. Uh, great. And you know, as today in this society we live in, you have to have, be comfortable now. You have to get comfortable words whispered in your fucking ear so we can move on in life. I'm hearing the Buffalo may not even play against the fucking Patriots. Well, I got to be honest, Matt, and I got to be an asshole now. Apparently, I'm going to be an asshole to everybody. Get the fuck over it or just fucking forfeit the season. How long are we going to go on? Chris Henry died, Matt, in 09. And two days later, the Bengals played a fucking football game. <laughs> why isn't nobody talking about this? Like, I'm just confused as to why. But you know, we know it happened live. Everyone saw it. And now I just don't understand. Football is going on, Matt, from the, what I know. Football is going to continue to go on. And life is going on. Hey, my dad died in my arms in 05. Nobody gave me a GoFundMe. Is there, isn't, isn't there a game tonight? No, there's no game tonight. Not because of this, but this is, this, this, is week, this is the week they cancel so they can get ready yeah. for the weekend's game. So the games are Saturday. They're playing. Well, if Buffalo wants to forfeit, the league will let them. I mean, that that's that's the answer. So They will let them, you said? I guarantee you they'll let them. Um, if they want to forfeit, they'll just give the win to New England and Buffalo will back into the playoffs without playing two games. And that's what are they going to forfeit the playoff games to? So are the people in Buffalo, when do you flip your sympathy when they start forfeiting playoff games and don't play in the playoffs? Then are they bad guys and you don't like them anymore? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It just look, my, my thing would be, okay, let's revert back to what we think Hamlin would want. Do you think he would want his teammates to linger and wallow and feel sorry for themselves and sorry for him and sit around and, overthink this because they're not doctors they're not in cincinnati they don't really know what's going on they're getting second third fourth hand reports all the speculation on twitter and instagram and social media and the tv i think it would be nice as a player to go focus on my craft and try and put this in the back of my head just like just like in you know in oh five and oh six before three days before training camp when my brother died i couldn't call the jets and be like I'm not coming to training camp. They would have cut me regardless of if my brother died or not. So it it was good to go to work and put my, and immerse myself in my, in my craft and have that outlet. Football is an outlet, you know, remember the, the Brett Favre situation when his, when his daddy died, like he played that day, he played played bald and like, it was one of the most inspirational things I've ever seen. So Everybody in this world can relate to life and everybody in this world knows that there's going to be a second fucking number on your tombstone. All of us. So that said, I don't think it's good, whether it's death or trauma or the kid being in ICU. I don't think it's good to sit around and wallow in it and, and extend the grieving period even more. You can go out and function with respect to Hamlet and his family and the Buffalo Bills is the Buffalo Bills and their organization. It almost makes more sense to go honor the young man and walk, run out there with a three flag and a fucking sticker on your helmet and go ball out and beat New England's ass because that's what he would want. Guaranteed, goddamn teed if he could tell you. And when he wakes up, which he will, I guarantee you, he goes, "You guys forfeited the last two games of the season. Why? Why didn't you that's go? Forward? How much you want to fucking bet?" That's so, what I'm saying. So I, I just don't understand. Like it look, but this is the thing. I watched a clip yesterday with like 
some fucking lady from the view. I don't know what the view is, but apparently it's something. Oh, the clip I shared? Yeah, yeah, that's what the clip you shared. Perfect. Holy Good. Fuck me. So I, I watched that two or three times and I'm like sitting there looking at it and I'm like, okay, the no no offense, because I have to say that now. Like, I don't get if I walk into bath bed, bath and beyond, nobody looks at me and goes, No offense, but I know you don't know what you're doing here and you're really out of place. But uh, I'd love to take take you and point out everything that you're going to be looking for, you big meathead. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I I have to say no offense when I say this next thing because soccer moms might get mad. But those five ladies on that panel, they don't. No offense, but you shouldn't be talking about this like you know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, like, you, look, you can have an opinion on kids playing football and the violent nature of it, 45% of the country, and it's all white males and conservative and shit. Like, what, No, what it was heteros. It was, uh, it was uh, gay males, wasn't it? I don't even know. But, like, what are you even talking about at that point, lady? Like, you're again, you're using this tragedy as a vehicle to push your own narrative. And that is, like, the biggest scumbag shit on earth. So I don't care if you're a Karen I don't care if you're left, if you're right, if you're white, if you're black, if you're yellow, skinny. What do you say? Skinny, fat. Short, fat, skinny, short, tall. Fat, skinny and tall. I don't give a shit. It's just, look, we're all Americans. This is our game. The kid got hurt. He didn't die on the field. But everyone needs to stop saying, oh, he almost died on the field. He didn't die. This The 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 uh, doctors did their jobs. Everybody did a great job. And he's, he's in the hospital recovering because everybody busted their ass and did their jobs. And that should be praised. It shouldn't be criticized over four days. I mean, listen to this idiot. I don't, I don't really know who this is, but listen to her. You hear it? I can't. Uh, there's no volume. Uh, basically, he said that he got hit, collapsed to the ground because later found out his hamstring got hurt. So I said, hold on. So is your kid the first human in the world that the hamstring runs up his ass crack to his fucking brain? Like, how are you con- how are you relating a hamstring injury to his fucking concussions? I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, there's no sound. That's why I, I, I didn't play it. Um. It, it just it blows my mind that this is the situations that we're in. I, I just don't get it. Um, on to some football news, Matt. Um, I know I, I don't got you for too long today. Let me ask you something. Um, Jimbo Fisher hired uh, Bobby Petrino. Bobby, Bobby P, uh, great coach, great offensive guy. I don't see how it works. These two are completely different. I mean, completely the same alpha male quarterback psychos. They are absolutely quarterback. They will get in your ass, and they rip their quarterbacks to a tread, just like I do. And how are these two going to be on the same page? I think this is the first sign that Jimbo's gotten told by boosters, you better fucking relinquish the offense or you're done. Well, yeah, their offense was awful. And, you know, especially with all the talent they have. And they got more coming in. They lost a bunch of guys to the transfer portal, but – they're they're reloading. They've got another great class coming in. So, <clears throat> look, I think that if Jimbo really wanted to change shit, he would have went out and hired a a younger guy that can like that, you know. Or excuse me, if he really wanted to, uh, if he really wanted to change shit, he would hire Bobby Petrino, which is what he did. 
if he didn't want to change anything, he would go hire a young guy and like throw a bunch of praise at him in the in the press conference. Like, yeah, we're really trying to change, and we're going to run with his offense, and we're going to work together on the play calling. He didn't do that. He just went in and said, look, I'm relinquishing play calling. I'm giving it off to a guy who's been a head coach for 15 years. You know, it's we're not hiring him for his off-the-field mannerisms by any means. Uh, but, you know, he's a good quarterback coach, and he's a good OC, and we'll see if he can take this offense to the next level. And if he does, then he's going to be a head coaching candidate somewhere else and just keep him away from all the – all the fucking chicks that are helping the program. Like all the hey, he, left, he left the head coaching job to take the job at UNLV as OC just last month. And now he's over here. He left UNLV now and taking that. So he gave up his head coaching job. Where was his head coaching job? Uh Missouri State. Okay. Yeah. He's turned them around. FCS school, you know, obviously he had to take he know he know how it goes. You gotta take a uh a, a well, shit. He had, take, he had to take a lower yeah. level job after doing all the after. shit he did. <laughs> After the broad on the bike, right? Yeah, let me ask you this. The LSU wide receiver coach, do you think he ever gets another job? No, not, not in today's world. And But I heard the girls getting a job at Auburn, but that makes sense. Auburn needs to get some kids too. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Uh, Taylor Heineke. Uh, <laughs> isn't that ironic though, Matt? The girl that allowed the, the four dicks in her yeah. at the same time got a job. But the four dicks got fired, cut, and never get a job again. You got to go to the NFL. You two are cut. You're fired. But, hey, will you come to Auburn? Because – your technique on tape was fucking spot on. <laughs> I hear your pussy is unbelievable. Come on over here to Auburn. We need a lot of uh, yeah, Let me ask you something. Do you not think that the fucking recruits were hitting that shit? You are crazy. Oh, dude, it was it was probably like a fucking turnstile. They just walk up, put their Apple Watch on the turnstile, and she's like, you're in. And they're like, Yes, walk in, bang, bang, bang. I think I'm going to come to LSU. I think you are too. Oh, you're moving to Auburn? Flipping to Auburn. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something. I've seen a bunch of clips. So that happened yeah. in LSU. We've seen the fake Brian Kelly bullshit. That happened. And then in the bowl game, if you watched it, about six players run over and are fucking with the mascot in the game, during the game, on the sideline. A coach goes over and grabs those guys and gets them the fuck out of there. It is an absolute fucking shit show at LSU, and he has no control over those fucking kids. Well, look, man, I'd rather take the restraints off of them than than chain them down, but and like and, and hold hold them under my boot and be like, ah, oh, do what I say. I, I'd like to give them. I don't a believe you got to be that way, but I believe they have to have a common. There has to be some middle ground, yes. So but I believe that if you don't even have to do that, man, I. I wasn't that guy, contrary to belief. Everyone wants to say that, but they, again, these are naysayers that don't nothing. Well, keep in mind, keep in mind that the softest voice gets the loudest fucking horn these days. So, yeah, a person that you or some kid that you pissed off or offended, or some fucking mom that doesn't like me because I told their kid to get off his ass and run down thirty yards and touch the line, you know, like those are the loudest ones in the room. It's never, very rarely, do the people that support you the most come to your aid they don't like they i don't need everybody that i know loves me and supports me to come to my back i'm good i can deal with this karen soccer mom yeah and you know the the, the cold part about it is though like i'm just looking at this thing and that's funny you said that because that's one of the things i said earlier in my uh the start to show off i said contrary to belief i said life's uh oh no i said only those who care about you can hear you when you're quiet um 
you already know when we're when we're down and out and we're sitting there in the room and we're quiet and you're my boy you come over there like what's up dog you good we but but motherfucker don't say nothing because they don't give a fuck they don't know you they don't really know what you deal with and you know guys like ourselves we keep shit boggled down inside probably will be our number one reason we die one day fucking shit our fucking I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna like run out in the street and be like oh my god life is so it's not it's life is good and everything's great and hey, matt i despise the fucking person on social media who comes out and says Pray for me. I've had a horrible day. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. You know what? You're going to get a dick picture, motherfucker. I'm oh, sending you I'm going to give you a dick pic with prayer hands on it. <laughs> fuck out of here. Pray for me, motherfucker. I can't stand that shit, That's man. I cannot fucking stand it. <laughs> I despise it. It, 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 like, it blows my mind. I despise that as much as I despise the workout girl who films all her fucking workouts. Oh, I don't despise that. I love it. <laughs> because you like you like the fucking you like the tight pants. Yeah, you're right. You are correct. Yoga pants are like wrapping paper on fine. Hey, business. we've already we've already talked about it. I've already been talking about it all day. I, mean, I, I could literally lay here and just watch bitches like deadlift and squat all day in yoga pants. Like, I know why you're doing it from that angle. I get it. Hey. It's working. But you don't know about this. This is what I love. I despise the fucking workout girl. This is what I hope happens to all. Oh, God. She ain't where she is. Oh, later. (laughs) I despise all all year. Huh? Well, this is like, this is the beginning of the year. So everybody's like, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life until February. And they're like, man, fuck this. This is hard. <laughs> hey, it's unbelievable, though, that she really put her picture. She was like looking at her camera like this, though. Yeah. She's like, look at me. Look like an idiot. Oh, dog. Really cool. It's unbelievable. Um, how about this? Uh, what happened to Taylor Heineke? Why has all of a sudden he just been shitted on? I thought the guy won five fucking football games and kept him in the playoff hunt, and now we're just shitting on him. We start Wentz. That was a horrible fucking decision. I think Riverboat Ron lost the locker room, and now we got this situation and no Heineke. There has to be some type of beef. Yeah, look, it's the Washington football team Redskin commander franchise. So this place is an absolute shit show. And it has been for years. <clears throat> they constantly mismanage their personnel. This is the same team that gave Albert Hainsworth $100 million. Let's be real. So it, this is the same team that fucking <laughs> drafted, who was that, Heath Schuler? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, come on, dog. So RG3? It, yeah. The, RG3 was good for a year, but Shanahan didn't even want his ass. He got cousins in the fourth. So, look, the commanders – until they change things at the top and you get a, a an owner that's not a total loser like Daniel Schneider, this is going to continue to happen because he's going to be in charge of picking the next coach. So Revere has done a really good job in the league for a long time. But the other day he did blatantly say, I didn't know we were eliminated from the playoffs, fired. And then number two, you, you've started Carson Wentz in a game you needed to win. And I don't know if Heineke is the reason you're losing, but he's the reason you were winning. Like when he came in, you guys were the sixth and seventh seed for a month. 
and you put Wentz in for a week, and now you're eliminated, and you didn't even fucking know. So yeah, that's bad. I uh, look, Rivera's out in Washington, guaranteed. Who cares about this weekend? You know that that's one thing. Like all these people in the league, like why aren't the 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 side that's searching for forfeits? And like, and nobody else should play. So everybody that's out of playoff contention should just not play this weekend. Everyone should forfeit their paychecks. That's what I'm tripping on, dude. I'm like, like, this is a job for us, man. We can't just not go to work. We need to. If you don't play, you don't get paid. This isn't the fucking NBA. I, 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 I There's just no don't. contracts in this league, dog. You have to play to get paid. Hey, let me ask you this before you get out of here. I know you got to go. Um, me and Sean, Sean Salisbury and I had a heated discussion last night on, on Last Chance Q, uh, our second episode. Job, by the way. You guys do a really good job. We we got to get you on there. Uh, he keeps asking about you, and I'm like, fuck, when we get consistent on the show, because we're so hit and miss with it right now because we got so many things going. Um, let me ask you. Caleb Williams, he's an SC alum. He's an all, uh, All-American. He's a fucking he's a legend there. I He's like, and I love when he, he's like you. He's like, why are you fucking mad that he didn't show up for the press conference? I said, I'm fucking mad that he didn't show up for the press conference because he's a fucking quarterback, and he put fuck you Utah on some fucking painted nails, and this is starting to look like a common theme with Lincoln Riley's quarterbacks. Look at my nails. So you don't show up because lost? Because, Matt, be honest, Matt. You know damn well if SC1 Caleb Williams is going to take the fucking limelight in the podium. Of course he is. So, so do it as a as a professional and show up when you win and show up when you fucking lose because the coach I, has to. I don't understand this philosophy either. Derek Carr's benched and he sits and goes home. Like I thought, everybody else has to just go get benched. Like that's the new fucking era. Hey, Caleb Williams, I don't feel like talking to the press after you get beat by Tulane. Like, no, go in there and be fucking gracious and be like, look. Tulane had an unbelievable year. This is their first major bowl win in 70, 80 years. Obviously, what they're doing down there is real. That's a great fucking group of five team. Good for them. This is why we should have a playoff this year, because the 12 seed just beat the five seed. Blah, 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 right? But instead, he just, oh, I don't want to talk. And then USC let him be soft and not do it. Lincoln Riley could have walked in and been like, dude, get the fuck up and go to the press conference and be a man and handle your business. And then, you know, like Shannon Sharp on Monday just didn't go to work because he didn't want to talk about it. Like, well, Mariota's getting a pass. Mariota's getting a pass. They said Mariota quit. Yeah, well, then, that, and this is like the new thing is if you're going to quit, retire. Like, if you're going to quit and you're not going to do the hard stuff that's required for this game, for us, we, the community, the brotherhood, for us to respect you, you have got to take lumps when you lose. You can't just sit on the top of the mountain and fucking and accept praise and all this other bullshit when you win and things are nice. When it's hard, you think I wanted to come on your show Monday morning and fucking cry and like talk about this kid almost dying on the field? No, fuck no. It was super uncomfortable. I didn't, you know, these days if you say the wrong thing, you get fucking murked for the rest of your life as something that you're not would off of a conversation that, you know, could, could have been misconstrued by people like that this the society that we live live in is so unforgiving until you need to be the one forgiven you know what i'm saying like no one forgives anyone and then when you're the one that needs the forgiving everyone's like 
oh, then then, then you're surprised when everyone's like, fuck you, we're not going to forgive you. So, hey, I love Matt Ryan got benched. Guess what? He was on the sideline with a headphone supporting the fucking and then he went And then he went back and played. So it's, look, the whole point of this game is overcoming adversity. And the thing that about Carr and the Caleb Williams thing and Shannon not showing up to work and the little things, Mariota quitting, it's a bigger problem that I think there's more guys that are literally just doing this because they're good at it and they want to get paid now than ever. And I don't think that's the look money's nice. And I want to get paid to play. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, if you're only money motivated in this, or you're only fame motivated, you're only clickbait motivated. This game is going to chew you up and spit your ass out. It's too ruthless. It's too hard to do every day. It's too hard to get ready to do every Sunday to do it half-ass. So it will you will be exposed eventually. So, you know, they, look, there's nothing that comes good out of the, the, the situation that happened on Monday Night Football. It was awful. But at the same time, you know, it, it's at least it forces these conversations with people and it gets folks that maybe don't like football talking about it. And hopefully we can overcome some of these obstacles and make the game safer and move forward. But it's not going to be flag football. Like, if you regulate all the contact and all the violence out of the game, I'm sorry, but I'm done. I'll just retire my sport, and I'll say it was something that I did. I'm one of the the, the cavemen that played back in the day, yada, yada, yada. And it'll be like the gladiators when they stop killing each other in the, in the Coliseum and fighting lions and shit. So, look, it, I think, do you, let me ask you this before we leave, actually, because I got to go. Um, do you think eventually that football won't be played anymore? Because I, I think a hundred years from now there won't be any more football. Wow. Uh, hey, breaking news just, real quick. Think- Sam's just reported that the kid Hamlin is neurologically fully intact. So yeah, good, good. Can we fucking good. play now? Can we fucking go play again? Good. So he's so he's got all of his bells and whistles are firing upstairs. He'll get his breathing back. The body heals rapidly. Uh, especially when it's put under stress. The body is a fucking marvelous thing. So, okay. So is that good enough news for everybody to go back and play now? Like, that's what I'm saying. Can we fucking go back to play now? I'm not advocating that everybody just goes and plays because I'm insensitive by this. It's it's the business of football. This is what we do. We can't shut down the league because something awful happened. And this is why. Because we haven't done it in the past. And this is not the first time something terrible has happened in the middle of the season. It's just the first time that on Monday Night Football that the fucking, you know, some mom that never watches football was just watching and she saw it. And now it's breakfast table conversation rather than barstool conversation. And breakfast table conversation in this country changes shit. Barstool conversation in this country doesn't change shit because it's just dudes bitching over beers. A bit like a mother talking to her family and the father in the morning over eggs about the dangers of football. That's not morning conversation. It is now. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think there will be football in two or three generations. It'll be either. We will be too soft to play it or, or it will be like regulated out. They'll, they'll, they'll make it such a shell of itself that we won't be able to recognize what it is. I, I hope, I hope Matt, before you get out of here, I hope it switches. I hope something happens where we go back to what we used to be, or at what, least the semblance of, of it, at least the semblance of it, right? Well, look, look, 
I'll say this. The I said this on Monday. The paperwork that you have to sign to sign your NFL contract, there's a la- the last piece of paper you sign before you sign your deal is a piece of paper that says you can die playing football. And everybody signs it because everybody wants that bag. And we want to go play, and this is our dream. So, it, look, if we have to – if football goes down, if it goes the other way, like you're saying, and it becomes even more physical – then it, it has to be looked at like fighting. Like, you know, it's not for everybody. We have a selective fan base. We're not that the, the people outside of the bubble shouldn't be trying to change what it is because it's never going to change. And we're going to go back to NFL blitz rules where you're just out here trying to decapitate people. But I, there's a fine line. We can play the game the right way. And it can go, it can be in between savagery and cutting your fingers off and like destroying people. And, flag football we can find a middle line that everybody can can figure out a way to move forward on guaranteed we we have i mean football has been more that has been more regulated and safer than it ever has been over the last 15 20 years uh but that doesn't take away from the fact that there's injuries are at an all-time high it's just what it is it's fucking violent and it's a sport and you're gonna get hurt yeah no doubt <laughs> Hopefully the kid's okay, like we've all been saying the whole time, but we've also been saying on this show, at least, we're going to say shit that nobody else will say or questions asked. We're going to ask questions nobody will ask. Are we going to play football again? Um, They're playing, guaranteed. Hopefully he's better. We can get back to playing. And, uh, hey, man, keep crushing it. Keep telling everybody to fucking show up in the snow. And let's – We're going right now. Hey, it's a great day to have a great day. Appreciate you. See see you tomorrow morning, brother. All right, bro. Peace. Matt McChesney, as always. Um, hey, I got a funny clip from um, you know one of the one of the Vegas reporters that was on my show. Um, she does a great job. Uh, I'm gonna play this clip as I go get a coffee and take a piss, and we're gonna come back and break down Daniel Jones and the New York Giants' opportunity to go thrive in the playoffs. And we're gonna get into some more Derek Carr and Dak Prescott. But here's an ironic clip of a Derek Carr situation. Take a listen. I'll be right back see but anyway do you take Lamar over Derek Carr right now that's a tough call um like no. like I don't know if I do because I don't know if he's going to get the ball to Devontae Adams and, and and Hunter Renfro any more than Derek Carr's getting it to him I like the his like you said his freaking nature aspect about him but I think uh between those two I think I would keep Carr just based okay. on what the offense is and based on, you know, things like you see yesterday, I think the thing that I do like about Lamar is the the depth that he has when he throws the football. But like you said, there's some accuracy concerns. I think what Derek Carr has been working on, especially since talking with Kurt Warner last year about it, was getting the ball into tighter windows. Um, that's taking those chances, uh, getting them up in between those spaces that are – hard to make throws that you got to be able to throw a 50, 50 ball, those kinds of things. And I think if you have to push one of the two of them to, to make those throws, I'd put uh, Derek Carr to be able to do it more so than Lamar. Although Lamar, I mean, there's so much to like about Lamar Jackson. I think, you know, development wise, if he had somebody maybe like a guru that could work with him. Like, I mean, no disrespect to John Harbaugh and what he does, but I think like you look at, um, Josh McDaniels and the offensive mind that he has on the Super Bowls that he's won and that kind of uh, work that he put in with Tom Brady over the years that he was with him. You know, I think that if he was working with Lamar Jackson, 
he definitely um, helped level him up, so to speak. <laughs> I think though, there's I think there's so much that Lamar is capable of. Oh man, I I just don't know right now with the, what I see out of the Raiders and their offensive plan that you would bring in Lamar. But I I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's going to have a ton of success with the Ravens, and I think they have a great thing working with them. But if you want to bring him into the the Raiders, where you have Solid running backs. I think that's part of why they have so many design runs is they just haven't had that running back in Baltimore that's been able to do it for them lately. Um, and so you have to kind of get Lamar to use his legs a lot more. But yeah, I mean, oh, I, 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 would love, I, I would love to see it. it you know, no, it, it, let me you ask this. About, yeah. Let me but, ask this. Jalen Hurts. He's young. Yes. He is, he is changed. <laughs> I think Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I, I think his mechanics has changed for the better. He's having a great bounce back year. I wasn't a fan. This year has kind of made me look at him a little more. I still think yeah. he's inconsistent, but I think the Eagles go as far as he goes. Would you take a young Jalen Hurts right now with this Raiders outside resources at wideout? Yes, I would. I, I just I like what I've seen out of Jalen Hurts. I think he could make him. Uh, work with whatever you put out there scheme-wise. I think he's got right now, you know, when you look at um, his wide receivers, he's had Smith who hasn't really been the model of consistency, but I would love to see what he would look like with somebody like Devontae Adams and uh, what that connection would look like. You saw what he did with Dallas Goddard yesterday and how he was able to get the ball to him and his tight end. Imagine that with Darren Waller. I, I like that. And you have a Miles Sanders type of running back. So, you know, that if you think of the pieces like the Raiders, like, hey, Josh Jacobs instead of Miles Sanders, Darren Waller instead of Dallas Goddard, and then you have, you know, Devonta Smith and um, Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Jalen Hurts and this offense would be a Super Bowl winner. Now, let me ask you this. Um, it's interesting. He's also young, right? So you have that, you have that longevity. You can give him a longer, you know, contract. Cars towards... He's still not old by any means, but he's at the back end of his deals. Yeah, uh, nice. Other guys. So look, AFC West, and I'll, I'll get you out of here. I appreciate you so much. AFC West is is we know all four quarterbacks on paper are are, are big bag winning guys, right? They all got this big bag. They've all got this payday. Um, in the AFC West right now, you're starting at the Raiders. You cover the Raiders. You're starting up the Raiders. What quarterback out of these four do you take? Okay. Go ahead. Pick one. You got oh. the Raiders. Yeah, you pick a quarterback out of those four. Oh, any four. Any four in the NFL? I'm sorry. I thought you were going to list some. No, any four out of the AFC West. Out of the AFC West? Who would I take? I would take Mahomes. Or, oh, man, but there's Herbert, too. It's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to leave Russell Wilson where he is, but, oh. Hey, I'm on record might, saying with the team with the team that the Raiders have and their existing components. Oh man! I'm All right, look, I came out and said it right there live on that interview that I still don't know if I would take Lamar Jackson over Derek Carr. Did I not? And I stand by it. One is at least able to play; the other is not. And we know Lamar Jackson's a freak, and Derek Carr's shitty. But guess what? I'm an equal opportunist asshole. I talk about it both. And Derek Carr is still more sustainable than fucking Lamar Jackson in this league. And they're both shitty quarterbacks. Hey, is what it is. But I only say real talk shit. A lot of you guys won't fucking say. So. (sighs) 
I don't know if there's an alternative. Um, I don't know if there's an alternative. Um, and yes, the Eagles only go as far as Jalen Hurts can take them, dog. I mean, that's just being honest. Jalen Hurts is the only possibility of them having any success. And mostly it's going to come with his feet because that is the only hope. He's not going to beat you with his arm in the playoffs. He's going to have to beat you with his feet. And they're going to pin him in the pocket just like they do Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, and Dak Prescott in the playoffs. You're going to have to win with his arm. I don't know if Jalen Hurts can consistently do it with his arm. And I'm not so sure he's healthy. I'm not so sure Jalen Hurts plays. From what I've heard, I'm not so sure Jalen Hurts plays. Not only this week, but in the playoffs. That's just a rumor that I'm hearing. And I said Mariota was an absolute fucking joke as a starter. And guess what happened there? Um, but what do I know? Um, I got to break down some Daniel Jones. Um, I didn't get to do it. Uh, Alan loves Alan loves some 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 Aaron Rodgers and uh, and some Packers. Uh, I love Aaron Rodgers too. I think he's a freak, but I don't know if he can win the big one. And I don't know, Alan, if um, I don't know if Aaron has the team around them, even as good as last year's team, who lost to a lesser athletic 49er team than they are this year. 49ers are better this year than they were last year, but Purdy, I don't, I'm not a believer in him yet either as far as the playoff game goes. So um, we'll see. Now, I think the Packers get it done. I think the Packers get it done. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Packers. I think the Packers will get it done, to be honest. Um, let me see here. Um, some Daniel Jones film. <clears throat> I'm gonna break this down. <clears throat> I didn't get to break it down yesterday. Sean did most of it for me, um, but I wanted to, I wanted to get into some Daniel Jones. How athletically gifted Daniel Jones is? He's as athletically gifted as anybody in the league at quarterback. I just I'm just gonna tell you, you guys want to hate and all that shit, but what do I know when I talked about Daniel Jones? I told you guys he'll have his best season ever under Brian Dable. The Giants will be a nine-win team and make the playoffs. Did they not do all those things? But what do I fucking know? And Daniel Jones has zero wide receivers, zero offensive line. But we give Justin Fields a pass, not Daniel Jones. We give Joe Burrow a pass, not Daniel Jones. I just want to be equal opportunist fucking call it like it is. If a motherfucker has one thing and not the other, call it out. He has no better White House than Chicago and no better offensive line than Chicago. Shut the fuck up. Miss me with the bullshit. And his O-line and Burrow went to a fucking Super Bowl with a horrible O-line and good wideouts. Great wideouts, whatever you want to call them. He has a great wideout crew. But no O-line. But nobody gave Burrow any credit. 
So we're, we we want to make sure we continue to push the narrative because the athletic quarterback oozes and awes you. Well, Daniel Jones oozes and awes you with his feet here and there, and he's becoming a better thrower every single week, and he's got the highest QBR um, over the last few weeks, and he's he's starting to look. I love it. I love it. He checks it down. He doesn't get greedy. He doesn't get greedy. He doesn't get greedy. Look, we got sank coverage. Everybody's sank. Look, sinking coverage, sinking coverage, backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Underneath, guess what? The only guy that is available is the back. Check it down. Check it down. And great job. We'll take five yards. We don't need to force it downfield, which Daniel Jones used to do under seven different coaches. That's why I told you guys. He'll be better. I like how he climbs a pocket. He subtly moves the pocket right there. Boom. Works the bag drill, Allen, that we've always used to do. Checks it down. Easy money. So, listen. Second and seven is better than fucking an interception. 11 personnel, two by two. Hand the football to Saquon. Be an actor at quarterback. I like to see more ball. I want to see some ball action right there. I want to see him throw the football. I want to see him fake like he's throwing the football. Um, that's just what I want to see, but I got, I, I wanted to get into some Daniel Jones cause I haven't got to see him and I got all this new film on him. Third down. This is money down. Great ball on time. I mean, this is a great ball. I mean, this is a fucking double slant with a back in the flat. We got a little quarters coverage, cover two action. We got some two action here. So he's going to go, let me rewind this real quick. He is going to get over the top. He's going to drop the flat. He's going to get the quarter drop. He's going to run a slant. He's going to run a slant. And the back is going to run a swing or a flat route. It's going to hold this corner. The flat route's going to hold the corner. And we're going to throw that slant in between the coverage of the safety and the backer right in that hole right there. And that's what he does. Boom. Right now, good read underneath, 15, 17-yard gain, great throw on third down, recognize the coverage. Daniel Jones has grown right in front of our very eyes. So, no, Dak can't do it in his sleep because he hasn't done it in his sleep, and he has a superior fucking athletically gifted team over Daniel Jones, by the way. All I'm trying to show you is that Daniel Jones is in the playoffs where a lot of you motherfuckers said I was crazy. And I told you Daniel Jones was going to have a much better season than you all thought he would. That is what I'm telling you. And this is a ball that has to be made. This is not a bad decision. It's just a little high. Got to get the ball down. Again, he's improving on his passing skills every day. I just wanted to show you a little film of this. Um and show you why the Giants have an opportunity to, I don't know, make the playoffs. I think the Giants can make the playoffs. Uh, I really do. I mean, they're in the playoffs. I think the Giants can beat a team in the playoffs. Are you going to be shocked if the Giants beat the Vikings week one? I'm just curious. Will you be shocked? Um, 
I love the dick riders like Anthony Lovett. Dak's better. Get over it. Well, did I? When have I said? I, I'm just, I want to know. I want you to show me, Anthony Lovett. When did I say Daniel Jones was better than Dak Prescott? Can you show me when and where and how and show me the tweet? Show me the message. Show me where I said it on my show. I want you to tell me when I said Daniel Jones was better than Dak Prescott. See, that's the problem with you bitch-made cats. So please chat. Please chat that's in here. Tell Anthony Lovett that I did not just say Daniel Jones was better than Dak Prescott. When did I say Daniel Jones is better than Dak Prescott? Can somebody remind me? Can somebody just remind me? I just did win. No, I didn't, motherfucker. I know what I said. Tell me when. You motherfuckers are unbelievable, dog. You love putting words in people's mouths so you can get fucking retweets, you cunt, soft, cowardly fucks. That's all you live for, homie. You live to ride my dick so you can get fucking noticed on Twitter, homie. Ain't nobody said Dak Prescott was fucking not better than Daniel Jones. I said Daniel Jones makes this throw. Dak doesn't. Did I say that it means he's a better quarterback, you fucking idiot? Some of you motherfuckers, shut the fuck up, bitch boy. I'll talk to you however the fuck I want. And come see me in person if you want to fucking talk to me, motherfucker. You, I'm tired of you soft pussy motherfuckers. Don't come in my show then, bitch. I'll talk to you however the fuck I want. Because you tweet it out every day like a bitch-ass motherfucker. So don't talk to me like that. You Shut the fuck up. I talk to you any motherfucking way I want. And fuck your girl, motherfucker. Now shut the fuck up. I wish a lot of you motherfuckers would keep thinking I'm an actor or some shit. That's the funny motherfucking part. Soft-ass pussy motherfuckers. All you motherfuckers want to run the show. That's like me going on Pat McAfee and telling that motherfucker, don't talk to me like that. Stop saying that. But I'm in the show. You fucking bitch ass. Shut the fuck up. You motherfuckers are soft. Soft pussies. And I fucking love it. You're my biggest fucking fans. You're my biggest fans. Um... I don't know what I'm reported you mean. I'm reported you. <laughs> I'm reported you. Hey, Alan, this motherfucker, here he is right here. I'm reported you. <laughs> I wish, hey, Alan. I wish I was such a bitch-made cat that I went onto someone's show and reported their show because I'm a bitch. Just the, the word reported gives me secondhand embarrassment. I feel sad and embarrassed for a motherfucking grown-up to say I'm reporting you. You are the softest pussy fucking cowardly fucking cunts I've ever seen in my fucking life. Whereas to my age, guy, I would have said, motherfucker, come see me, bitch. No, now we have to say, I am reported you. (laughs) 
I don't, I don't get it. We are the soft dog. Social media has made us so soft. Now I'm reporting you. I'm going to block you. I unfollowed you. I'm unfollowing Coach Brown. He's too harsh on me. You fucking soft. I'm going to tell on you. I'm telling mom. You fucking soft pussies. Dog, it blows my mind how soft we are nowadays. I mean, it's unfucking believable how soft this fucking generation is, dog. Why can't we have old school heads like Alan? Alan's 24, 25 years old. Motherfucker ain't soft as you fucking pussies. I don't understand it. But you know what? He has the common denominator of. He played for me. I'm just saying. TJ played for me. Cam played for me. Guys that come in here, why do they all think like kind of similar to me? Oh, I don't know. Common denominator. A lot of you motherfuckers need to come play for me for a year. Just come over to the house for like a week and just let me motherfuck your soft ass because you don't know how to fucking clean a toilet. And let me tell you how to fucking clean a toilet. Maybe your ass then will understand what it is to fucking eat whatever your fucking mom puts on your table instead of fucking tell her, I don't like beets. I don't want to eat liver. Oh, really? You're going to eat what the fuck I give you, motherfucker, or go earn your own money and go get your own fucking food. But guess what? You allow it. You don't coach it no more. It's unfucking believable. You allow it now. You don't coach it. You allow the fucking 15-year-old to tell you what to eat nowadays. It sucks, dog. It's shitty. It really is. It's shitty. Edwin Diaz said, send the address. Well, I would if I knew you were real. See, you're not real. You're a bot dick rider who made up a, a name and an account so he can try to act tough on the show. You're a fake dick rider. Or I would. I would love to send you the address because, and then I would film it. I'd put it on TikTok for your generation to see you get your fucking ass mollywopped in front of my motherfucking house, you bitch ass fuck. So shut the fuck up. And now the guy went and made a bunch of accounts and now he's going to come in. I I commend you guys on how to make accounts so fast when you get blocked. <laughs> when you guys get blocked, you go back and make accounts so fast. I it blows me out. It blows me away. I wish I could make an account this fast like Edwin Diaz who's now AKA whoever the fuck was the last guy I blocked. Edwin, shut up. You couldn't hold my fucking nuts, you bitch-ass little fucking boy. Shut the fuck up. Um, well, Jerry Adams, that's who you are, too, because you're a bitch-ass troll, too. How does it make you feel that you're a troll in someone else's show? I'm curious. Um, I don't know. I'm curious on how that figures out. But we can't figure out how to become a member. It is absolutely right, Clint Walker. You're fucking exactly right. Can't figure out how to become a member, but I can figure out how to fucking create a new account in three seconds. <laughs> well, you're not a member, Jerry Adams, and I've never even seen you in here. So I don't know how you create 
meaningful discussion. Give me a topic right now. Let's let's honor let's let's honor the last hour of the show to anyone that wants to bring up some topics and I will address them. And and if anybody wants to call in, who's a member? I don't need no troll ass calling in. Who's a member? Go ahead and call in. Uh we'll take some calls. Hector, I don't know if you're in here. Let's take a call. I want to go over some betting. I want to go over some betting stuff. Uh Hey, Jerry, become a member before I block your fucking fake ass, too. And I don't know who E Smart is because I know your ass is fucking not smart. Um, Evan Butzgoski, I already said it. I think it's a bad decision to start this rookie who nobody knows about. Or is he a rookie? Not a rookie anymore, but he ain't played. He ain't fucking played. Come on, man. Um. Hey, Team Cali. Team Cali said I called him out. He became a member. You know why? Because real recognizes real. Hub City in the house. Motherfucker recognized. He didn't go bitch out and cry about it like some of you fuck. I'm gonna tell on you. I'm reported you. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. Um. Oh, oh, Jerry, you're one of the guys paying $7.99 on Twitter? Well, I didn't clown you. I clowned everyone that's paying $7.99 on Twitter. What do you mean? Don't I'm not don't take it personal, bro. It's only business. It's only the truth. Don't get mad at me because I clowned the I clowned the fucking. Seven ninety nine, come on, dog. See, you're the guy, Jerry. You're the guy that has two thousand followers on Twitter who thinks he deserves to be verified. You are the guy that I was talking about to the beginning of the show. You feel good at night when you go to sleep because you have two and a half thousand followers and you think you deserve to be verified. Jerry, I'm going to let you know something. You are a nobody. Nobody cares about you. You need to understand this. The $7.99 to prove who you are is the absolute funniest, saddest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You, my friend, should go bury yourself in your mom's basement under all the dirty laundry and watch 600-pound life eating donuts for the entire rest of 2023. You are the epitome of what the fucking world has become. You need to feel relevant in society by using Twitter to pay for a blue check mark. Sorry, that is who you are, my friend. You are a bitch made cat to the T, and you'll never be relevant unless you're on my show right now getting attention. Which you want. That is what you want. (laughs) 
Oh, my God. I, I want to rewind what I just did and heard. Derek, you got to rewind what I just said because, you know me, I don't even know what I said, but I sounded really good. It sounded really fucking sexy, what I just said. I would love to go back and hear what I just said. Um, I got to hear what I just said, dog, because I think it was great. I need to cut that last clip out, Derek, at about 2 minutes and 11 Two hours and 11 minutes on that, and let's put it out there. That shit, I need to fucking check it out. I need to hear what I had to say. Where's my main man at? Um, Where did he go? Where did my dude go? Conley, new member. Maurice Woodley, new member. Much love to you guys. Robert Reed Jr. Um, Jerry Adams, where did he go? I am supporting company and letting people know I'm official. What does that mean, homie? Why do you sound exactly like I re- I'm reported you? Why do you sound exactly like the guy I blocked earlier that said, I'm reported you? Why do you speak exactly like him? Why do you type illiterately exactly like him? Because you are him, you fucking dumb troll fuck. So I just, it blows my mind. Um... Oh, my God. I'm reported you. (laughs) Oh, fuck, dog. I'm reported you. (laughs) Here we goes another one. Um, Jerry Adams, shut up. Jerry Adams, before I block you, you got a minute. You become a member. You know how to make three accounts in a minute. Now become a member in a minute because I'm going to block your ass right now. So go fucking figure it out. Selena, what's going on? Selena, are you a female or a male? Because I'm, are you a female or a male? Because I know you're not a member, so I don't know if you're a female or a male. Um, I would love to know that, what it is though. I can't wait to kick it in the cigar lounge at the house here by myself, away from people. It's raining uh, a lot today in Cali. California is under a lot of water. Uh, Northern California is taking a toll. Um, Kyle Gorgi, I appreciate you. William, you're not a member. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. I don't know. No, Jerry. See, I don't clown people that become a member because once you become a member, you're in the circle. It's like fucking you're you're part of the family, regardless. Even Bruce Helms in the circle, and he's because he's a member. Guess what? At least Bruce Helms has the balls to be himself, come in here, talk shit. Whoever Bruce Helms is, at least he pays a dollar ninety nine as a member, and he and he talks that shit. He's never called in. We don't know who he really is, um, but at least he he's here every day, and he and he and he's consistent. See. He was the same way. Bruce Helms wasn't a member. And guess what? He became a member. I didn't clown him for becoming a member. This ain't fucking eighth grade, homie. I'm not in eighth grade and going to point at you and say, oh, I made you like you are saying I'm reported you. <laughs> um, Instagram's still blowing up from the Derek Carr video I posted about Stidham taking over. Uh, I think Stidham's better fit for the team. I think Devontae Adams sees that, and I think Devontae Adams is understanding it right now. So that just is what it is. Um, 
1999. Uh, no. Hey, William, I think you're paying $19.99 on Patreon. You're a Patreon member, I bet. Patreon's different than YouTube, my friend. Patreon is where you can go watch video and see some, uh, you can get some documentation on what Sean and I talk about on Last Chance Q. That is not YouTube. That's Patreon. I think you have them confused. So I'm not sure. I think you have them confused. Um that's what it is. Derek Carr is is uh, the epitome of a bitch-made cat. I got to be honest with you. Anyone who just walks away from the team that he said he was the leader of because he got benched is the epitome of a bitch-made coward. And I will never, ever, ever respect a man that plays that position to do so Ever again. I will never, ever, ever want to sign that guy to any of my organizations. If you left, if you left my organization or their organization and expect me to sign you to a long-term deal, you fucking got me fucked up. I would never sign Derek Carr to a new team. Ever. Ever. I would never do it. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Coach Cutcliffe is a great quarterback coach, by the way. He's 20,000 times better of a coach than Lincoln Riley is. Throw that out there. Number, number one, Okay. I know a lot of quarterback coaches that are better than Lincoln Riley. I love when I hear Lincoln Riley's the best quarterback coach. No, he's fucking not. He's actually pretty shitty. And he inherits good talent and is a good offensive mind and coaches offense in a manner that is conducive to this day and age. Tempo, high card, let's go offense. He ain't coaching quarterback because if he was a great quarterback coach, they would have success in the NFL. Sorry, that is the truth. Cutcliffe's quarterbacks succeed in the NFL if you go look it up. So, <clears throat> Daniel Jones came from Cutcliffe, <clears throat> played at Duke, <clears throat> and Cutcliffe prepares you for the NFL by taking under center exchange snaps, by understanding what seven step drop is out of play action. What understands what five and a hitch means, what three step on time in rhythm means, uh, what three step and a gather or a hitch reset means. He understands where feet are supposed to be compared to where your shoulders are. We don't get elongated with our platform. We don't separate our feet apart from our shoulders. We don't overstride. We don't drop our platform and our elbow gets low. We keep all those things intact. We're quiet with our upper body. We're quiet with our feet. And we know how to step in the bucket, escape pressure, and throw on the run or throw the ball away and live to fight another down. Having said that, that is what Cutcliffe teaches. That is not what Lincoln Riley teaches. Lincoln Riley teaches you to be whoever you want to be because you're a fucking great athlete and you can paint your nails, not show up for fucking pressers, and you can do whatever you want and be a shitbird, and I'll continue not to win major bowl games. That's what he's going to do. (laughs) 
Duality Unlimited said, if Derek Carr refused to go home, you all would say he is being a malcontent. I just don't respect the fake objectivity everyone has. Everyone had their views. Well, there's no fake objectivity. See, that's what you don't get. See, I don't respect the fact that you can't understand the truth and understand what reality is. So we have a difference of opinion. Duality Unlimited. See, the fucking truth of the matter is he went home and refused to be a part of the Raiders organization, unfollowed them on social media like a coward, and yet says one thing and does another. That is the epitome of a hypocrite. That is the definition of one. So you, my friend, must be a fucking definition of a hypocrite because... I didn't say it's the truth because I say it. I say it's the truth because I have players on the fucking team and I have coaching friends on the team. And when he unfollowed them on social media, they tried to bring him in the office and have a meeting with them and he fucking didn't show up. But you know better than me, right? You know better than me, right? That you know Max Crosby better than me. You've had him on your shows, right? Like I have. But you, assumption-making fucks, think that I'm just a dude up here talking before I ever get any vital information. See, I'm not the guy that puts my foot in my mouth. I actually know somewhat of concrete evidence or I would not say it unlike you. See, that's the fucking difference. That motherfucker didn't want to be a part of the program because he's soft. And you don't say you walk by faith and you're a leader one day and then you fucking unfollow everybody and go home and cry to, on the way to your car the second day. It don't work that way, son. Sorry. So get your facts straight before you come holler at me, partner, because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Period. Point blank. Now shut the fuck up because it is the truth because I did say it on this occasion, motherfucker, because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Unlike your motherfucking ass who wants to just be heard and seen in a fucking group chat. So now, where you at? Jerry Adams. Much love. Um, Jerry Adams, dog. See what I'm saying, Jerry Adams? Takes a man takes a man to man up and do what you just did. You should fucking feel better. Shit. Be honest. That's real shit. Um, Selena said many players didn't play because they tested positive for the flu. And you think they're going to play after heart pumping? I'm a girl coach. Um, exactly. Exactly right, Coach Davis. Exactly right. Um, exactly right. If Jerry just became a member, how about all you guys ask Jerry how he did it? Because he actually did it. And everybody that doesn't know how to do it is unbelievable. And we're just having real talk banter here, talking shit about how to become a fucking member. And I don't know where duality uh, unlimited is, um, but... You heard different because you don't know the truth. <laughs> but how am I wrong? Because you heard different. That's what I don't get. See, we should be able to have a disagreement and have a conversation about it. 
And then you should be able to go do your own research. And then you can call me out and say, I'm a fucking liar or I'm a piece of shit or I'm just talking out my side of my neck. Go ahead and do it if you find out different. But until then is what I'm telling you is it's pretty fucking factual and everyone knows it. And guess what? It would have already came out if Derek Carr was sent home. It would have came out by everybody. But guess what? The players that defend Derek Carr, it's because look at the generation you're discussing. We won't even play a fucking football game after a a tragedy occurred on the field the other day. You're talking about a motherfucking player defending somebody? How about you look at the old school heads who are talking shit about Derek Carr saying, why the fuck is this motherfucker getting paid? Last time I checked, you're still getting your paycheck every fucking time. I want to be in the fucking facility if I'm getting paid. I does I am obligated to do so. That is my job. So the NFL and the Raiders should cut his fucking salary off completely. He should not get another check. This is the NBA, though. The NBA does the same shit every day. Kyrie can get paid and not play. Ben Simmons can get paid and not play. Not only can he play and not get paid, he, I mean, get paid, he fucking can sue the NBA for not playing and getting paid. That is where we stand in this fucking world today. It is a clown, clown situation. It's a clown fucking world. And I'm sorry, that is where we are. Here's another, my big bird 420. Oh, here's another one. Hey, drop your sources. Big bird, drop your sources. I want to see them because my sources say he went home. So I want to know what yours say. Show me where they are. Mr. Big Bird 420. Hey, so look, I want to get into the weed thing real quick. Remember I brought that up a while back. I saw a doctor's report saying that he thinks the marijuana that's being consumed across America is very, very bad and has a bunch of different fucking situations in it. A lot of fake uh, things are coming from the earth that we are spraying pesticides all over the place. And when you create a weed and marijuana and you can buy it and have, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me break this down. All the weed smokers in the house, raise your hand. Why though? Are you in here? I got to ask something. I got to ask something about this weed. If I can go to a place and order pineapple, watermelon, blackberry weed, do you think that it's legitimately healthy shit from the earth? (laughs) Am I this smart? Am I just the smartest human ever to think of this? So... I can go in and order pineapple, fucking cinnamon, apple, marijuana, and think that my homie grew that shit organically in his backyard. (laughs) You got to be a hell of a motherfucking chemist, homie, to go back there and grow apples, pineapples, and watermelon, blend that shit with some real leaf from the earth, and come out thinking... That it's the fucking weed I'm smoking that's legitimate uh, pineapple. Oh, I gotta eat that pineapple weed. Homie, you gotta be fucking shitting me. You gotta be shitting me. 
and you don't think that it's altered and fucking unhealthy. But what does JB know? Because he came out and said, we need to check the weed. Fuck all this other shit. Let's check the weed. Let's check what's in Taco Bell. Let's check what fast food is feeding our motherfucking selves. Why have we dissipated and dying? Why are we dying at an all-time low rate? This was before COVID hit, by the way, people. Sorry. Let's just be honest here. Before this pandemic hit, the age expectancy had dropped over the last five years before the pandemic. Now we want to use the excuse of the pandemic and the shot as why people are falling. I think there's more to it. I think there's a lot more to it. And I don't believe that this sudden shot just started fucking ending dudes. I think it's been building up for a while. Now, is the shot uh, even a faster way to get rid of us? Maybe. Who knows, dog? I don't know. Nobody knows. But I'm not going to go out and blatantly say it because I don't know if it's true. All I do know is that I know the shit that we drink and eat is not fucking organic and grown from the earth. Okay? Let's Let's stop with the bullshit narrative and let's call it what it is. You motherfuckers are smoking the dumbest shit possible and don't think it's affecting us in some way. I can't wait for the studies to come out in 10 years when we find out that this fucking weed y'all smoking has fucked your generation. I can't fucking wait to hear it. I'm just telling you. Watch. Watch what happens. This fucked up Taco Bell food and this fucked up weed and this fucked up drugs that everyone's making in ice and all this different Adderall and fucking everything you mix in and you make these zombie fucking apocalyptic fucking drugs. You don't think that's just not healthy. We think that's just normal. (laughs) Ask Jerry, Nathan. Ask Jerry. Um... Your whiskey, why are you skipping that, homie? What about it? What about my whiskey? What about my whiskey, homie? I'm confused. My whiskey's fire. It's actually bomb. Made with agave, by the way. I don't know if you know what that is. Same thing made with tequila. Um, I didn't say alcohol was good for you either. I say I drink it, though. <laughs> I drink, though. I'm. What the fuck you want me to say? You want me to be a hypocrite and hide behind it? No, motherfucker. I drink. I'm going to drink today in my cigar lounge while you are working at Walmart. I might even see you at Walmart. I might go to Walmart and go shopping today because it's raining and I might go get some things and I may see you in Walmart. And guess what? I might give you a bottle of my slapdick whiskey just on GP. Oh, no, I didn't say, did, when, see, again, when did I say alcohol was healthier than weed? Please, dog, please show me when I said it. You motherfuckers take a trigger word. I just hope the 500 people or whatever that are in here every day can take these trigger words. And what I've been saying about this trigger word 
and start spreading it. Start sharing it amongst the Twitter life world and the Instagram world and the TikTok world. Please let's start. Coach JB said trigger words are really starting to take things out of perspective. And they're really twisting people's words. Because when did I say alcohol was better than weed? I want to know. Please, if you can show me where I said it, I will give you $100 right now. Hey, Hector, if somebody can show or tell me when I said alcohol was better than weed and healthier, I will give you $100 right now. But you can't. You took me for saying that I think this weed that is being created is shitty and bad for you. And you twisted that and said, JB said alcohol is more healthy than weed. Unfucking believable, you fucking cowardly pussy fucks. Twist more shit because that's all you know how to do. You can't debate nobody because you have no fucking facts. You're not smart enough to debate nobody. So you want to twist trigger words into fucking false narratives. You have no, you're not smart enough to sit up here and debate me. Motherfucker, you know how many people die drunk driving every day? Probably way more than weed smokers. But guess what? I never fucking said that that was healthy. I never said drink more alcohol like JB does. Did I ever say go out there and drink more whiskey? No, I didn't. I said I drink. I don't give a fuck what you do. All I said was if you think fucking pineapple watermelon marijuana is good and natural from the earth you're a fucking moron that is all i said so of course daniel because these fucks are bottom feeders they are absolute nobodies they are blue twitter checkmark guys they need that shit they need that shit you know what i'm saying um, Caleb McLean, your mom said she had a great time the other night. She wanted me to let you know. Who's your mom? Ah, fuck, man. I got a lot of, I might have a lot of your moms over here. I don't know who your mom was. Who was your mom? Let me, let me fucking, <laughs> let me find out who your mom was first. Fuck. I'm sorry. Tell her no disrespect, but I don't know who your mom is. Um, <laughs> um, wait, where's this fuck at again? Uh, Ace, he said, was it not a question? Was what not a question? What was what not a question? I'm confused on what was a question. I didn't ask a question about was weed better than alcohol. Did I? Did anybody in here say... Did any of you hear me say weed is alcohol is better than weed? Or did I put it in question format? Is marijuana better than alcohol or vice versa? When did I say that? I never said it. Never said it. Never. But realists understand what I say and they don't twist my words. So, you know, I, I don't know. Um, it's crazy that Scott Van Pelt literally said the same thing that Skip Bayless said, but nobody wants to talk about that. Um, 
And uh, I just, I don't understand why that is such a fucking major catastrophe in America. But uh, it's unbelievable to me. I don't understand why um, Scott Van Pelt literally said the same shit Skip Bayless said, and nobody's giving him heat at all. So let's retweet my tweet of the video today of the show when Matt and I were talking about it. I just retweeted it. Steve Kim just retweeted it. Jason Whitlock just retweeted it. Let's get it out there and retweet that shit so motherfuckers can see. Let's see the truth. I want to see what Scott Van Pelt said. I already watched it. I heard exactly what he said. I want to see why he's not being fucking drugged through the mud like Skip Bayless is. Is it because fucking Shannon Sharp is liked more than Skip Bayless? And we like to defend Shannon Sharp because he got to miss a day of work? Man, <laughs> miss me with all your bullshit. You motherfuckers are soft as baby shit. Soft as runny fucking baby shit. Period. Point blank. That is what it is. You guys are soft, and unfortunately, that is what it is. Um, I'm not going to the AFCA. I, I mentioned it last night. Um... I want to tomorrow. I'm going to get that. Hey, Hector, I don't know what you got going tomorrow. I want to do a little betting show tomorrow on the show here um, in the morning. I'm going to have Steve Kim on and uh, a couple other people. I want to do a little betting show, talk about the weekend's games um, because they're critical, especially uh, hopefully the, the, the Hamlin kid is okay today and the Bills will nut up and sack up and try to play a fucking football game like the rest of the world has to go to work. Uh, you know, I, I I just want to know. I just want to know. Did everyone else? Is everyone else out of work today because of what Hamlin situation has gone through? Has everyone else skipped work? Can we talk about that? Has everybody else skipped work the last four days? Has anyone else asked that question, or do you guys have to still keep working your jobs to make a living and pay your bills? Am I am I the only one asking this question? Has everyone else in America felt uh, been? Are we all being felt sorry for? Because I would love another stimulus check. Well, I never got one in the first place, but I, I, I'm rooting for my homies to get one. Fuck it, right? I, I wish I got one. I never got one, but or two or five or twenty. Um, but is everyone else allowed to skip work and feel sorry for our motherfucking selves? Or are you guys all working, Lucy? Are you at work? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure Lucy's at work. I'm pretty sure Hector's at work and Brian Martinez is at work. And I'm pretty sure everybody else is at work. I mean, but I can't ask that question, right? I can't ask that question, I guess. <laughs> I, apparently, I can't ask that question. Um, but, hey, it is what it is. Maybe we can all get back to work now. But, you know, fuck. I mean, goddamn. I, I I didn't know that the fucking clock stopped. I did not know that everybody's clock stopped and the watches stopped and everybody stopped working in America because the time stopped for what happened to this young man, the horrific incident. But I haven't heard anything about the seven-year-old kid who just got shot right here down the street on a drive-by shooting in his house, I haven't heard the time stop for that kid. I haven't heard the time stop for all the fucking veterans that are homeless. Why not? 
Hey, Jay Biden, have you called all the veteran that are homeless parents and let them know you're thinking about them? Have you done that today, sir? No, you haven't. I, I, I just miss me with the soft bullshit. Get over it. Let's move on. Life start. I'm going to tell you right now, dog, if I don't come on this show tomorrow because of a horrific incident that occurs to me today, who the fuck's going to care? Guess what? You guys might have a drink for me and 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 maybe come out on Twitter and say, God damn, I love Coach JB or 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 not, or whatever. But guess what? You're gonna go to work. And guess what? Monday you're gonna be on another show. You're gonna be on someone else's fucking show come Monday. Let's just keep it 100. So having said that, um, I appreciate everybody. Make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Today's the last day to get 20% off all items, every item, everything we have there. We got a lot of new shirts. We got Bitch Made Cat shirts. And we got But What Do I Know shirts. And we got Show Me Your Motherfucking Resume shirts. That is the newest shirt that you have to see. Show me your fucking resume. I got to see it. I had to put that on a shirt. So... Hey, it is what it is. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, those models, Jerry? Uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Short, fat, skinny, and tall, dog. Uh, you fuck them all. I don't know. Um, they don't want the truth. Shit. Yes, ma'am, Lucy. The resume shirt. Got to get out. Got to get out and get it. Um, hey, it's always a pleasure to see you guys. Uh, there will be no last chance queue tonight. But tomorrow we're back here in the morning and for Last Chance Q in the afternoon or in the evening. Um, hey, maybe I'll jump on a live tonight in the in the cigar room and just shoot the shit with you, sip some yak, smoke a stick. Uh, I got to get in the cigar lounge. I haven't been in there all week since Monday because um, I had to work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to work. Let's get back to work and get back to some fucking reality and hopefully we'll see some football this weekend. Hector, jump on with me tomorrow. Let's break down some uh, some some betting. And uh, great show lined up for tomorrow. We'll see you guys in the morning, God willing. Appreciate you guys. Hit the like button on the way out. Become a member if you're not one. Appreciate all you guys that are members today. Much love to you. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.